Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. Welcome to the Bass and Brews podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alice from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Look at here, y'all. We're recording late in the week. We got Thursday night football on. Alex would never let this shit happen. He would be so stressed out because he'd have to do artwork. And if y'all see when Alex ain't here, the artwork I put up is one of these screenshots that comes from this podcast. That's what the hell I put up or our little logo. But here we are tonight. Bass and Brews podcast, your weekly distraction from quality podcast content. And tonight, we are here with hands-on adventures from the Tiki Tack. At least that's where I know him. He's got a lot of other stuff. We'll talk about that. And our guest co-host, you're going to have to, hold up, we'll get in that second. Our guest co-host tonight is Mr. Handbone Fishing, which y'all heard uh, two or three episodes ago, some, somewhere around there. But I might be sniffling a little bit because let me tell you a quick little story to start this podcast out. I order some of my Crusher stickers from from Mule, Mule Sticker, or whatever the hell they called. Well, they got some hot sauce. And I spent enough money that they sent me a bottle of Mule sauce. And I was like, damn sticker people, hot sauce. This shit's going to taste terrible. Let me tell you something. It is, that shit is delicious. I, it, it is deli- It's hot. It'll open your sinuses. But I love it. And I just ate some uh, some tacos. Well, some wraps with a tri-tip I cooked last night on it. So it's got me it's got me flowing a little bit, so we good. Hands on, Dustin, my man, what's up with you, bro? Good, man. On the road, another hotel. Another hotel. Golly, this podcast can't get away. Go, Diggs, go. This <laughs> podcast cannot get away from shitty hotel internet. Uh, actually, yours is good. Only Alex has shitty internet service on this podcast. Yeah, as long Hands as you don't on. move around too much. Yeah, yeah. I have to tell Alex. I have to text him throughout the podcast. Quit moving. Just sit there and talk. Stop moving. What's up? What's up? Man, just living. Wishing I was fishing. That's probably about the shittiest intro you could have ever given. What do you want, man? What do you want from me, man? It's Thursday night, you know? I I mean, just mow the lawn. Oh, like what kind of lawn? Just my home lawn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Listen, we're we're a long way from that question. <laughs> we ain't got enough alcohol right now. For no, that question. no, we got a lot of drinking to do before we get there. Hey, here's another quick little story, right? Y'all hear my accent? Alex, y'all, Alex has talked about his girls picking on my accent, and, and people pick on my accent. So, I went into our local brewery establishment. And the bartender there, Shannon, 
like, you know, I go in there to pick up my daughter from gymnastics. I usually get a beer or two before I go get her. And I said, I'm going to bring you a couple shirts and some bowl peanuts. So I brought her some bowl peanuts today. And I brought her one of my Crusher shirts. And then I brought her the last ever run of the Y'all Look shirts that Wisco Bates, Josh Hebner did. Last run, you'll never see them again. Anyway, I took her one. And so she was asking about my social media accounts. I I told her Paul Hills. And she's like, I can't find it. I can't find it. She hands me her phone and no fucking lie. She she texts, go, touchdown. Who is that? Diggs. Diggs. Who? Corey Davis? Who is that? Damn it. Anyway, all right. So <laughs> I I get her phone and I look where she was searching my name and no fucking lie. She spelled it P-A-W-L. Pow. <laughs> that's that's the that's the local restaurant here, pals. <laughs> Look, and she's country. Like, she should have damn known better. So, anyway, I guess I do have a little bit of a southern accent. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. All right. Y'all, I'm discombobulated as hell. Time running the latest shit. Y'all know this. Our listeners, now y'all know it. All right. Hands on, man. Tell us about yourself. And I'll uh, I'll tell you, I didn't know who the hell you were because Alex was running our Tiki Tac. And I wasn't on Tiki Tac much. And when I got on it and he left and I started looking at our stuff on Bass and Brews, you had created a post of you drinking a beer. And the post said, waiting on my invite to Bass and Brews. And you're just, you got a side view going on. Nice, nice shot. Nice cinematography of you drinking a beer. And I put your name on the damn list. I said, I got to have him on. And so, I followed you, and I've been following you some. And you got a good ticky tack, but you got some other stuff. So, so tell tell us tell us about who you are and why you are where you are right now. Well, before we get started, I got to congratulate the show straight away because y'all have officially hit the low water mark for guests. There is nowhere to go but up from here once you have me on the show. So, congratulations on that. I don't know. We had a we had Josh from Abide Fishing on. That's that's got to be our low point at this point. <laughs> oh no, he's, he's way above. I mean, I, I still wear the Richardson hats. At least he wears something else. <laughs> Richardson one twelve is the most overrated damn hat on the market. Look, I, I, I wore it today just for you. <laughs> I understand. I I got Richardsons. I bought some Richardsons, but boy, them things are so damn hard. And when if you actually work for a living and you get sweaty, them oh, some birches turn. They could be a hard helmet after about three months of wearing them. I've destroyed one of my favorite hats is from a bar in Georgia, and it is completely ruined. Mm. Like it's it, it's like you said, it's hard as a rock. And but now, 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 do you spe- do you say ruin with a T at the end or an N at the end? Ruin, ruin. There you go. <laughs> ruin. When you put us out, I'm, 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 I'm from the Appalachia region of North Carolina. We uh, we're we uh, we the hill folk up here. In fact, the QC guys call us the Mountain Boys. So, how do you say F I R E? F I R D, fired, like fired. So, see, you you said it right. When I was a wildland firefighter, and we went and fought fire from the guys from Western North Carolina, they called it fur. Fired, y'all. We got a fur over here, and and I I know what the hell they were saying. But other people, like Western folk, be like, 
are they talking about the tree? Are they talking about a distance away? Like, what the hell are they talking about? Well, everywhere we go, whether it's on family vacation or a fishing trip or something, everybody always, first it's, I love your accent. You know, like, what accent? And then the next thing is, where are you from, Tennessee or Kentucky? And I (laughs) said, well, I'm about 30 minutes from Tennessee, but I'm from Western North Carolina. And I, I get it. I've got it everywhere from Southern Florida to Arizona. You know, where are you from? You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't like the accent myself. I think I sound weird when I listen back to it, but I don't know. I guess don't it's all right. Be, don't be a bitch, Dustin. <laughs> don't be a bitch. Look, the other thing y'all say, do you say y'all or yens? I say y'all. Okay, because a lot of Western those 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 mountain folks say yens. Well, it depends on which side of the French Broad River they're on. <laughs> so, so if you're on the rich side, y'all say y'all. If you yeah. on on the pole side, you say yens. The the upper crust says y'all. <laughs> All right, Bo, tell us your story. Why are you here right now? Uh, yeah, like I I started fishing with uh, the QC guys and then decided I wanted to start a YouTube channel and it started as a hobby and for fun. And recently I've decided that I wanted to ramp it up a little bit and try to push it a little harder. And, you know, uh, the, the, the TikTok thing, my, my son seems to think that that would help draw people to the YouTube. So I started the TikTok thing and it's pretty fun. It's, I find it more as a, incredibly efficient time killer than anything you know i I just if i just stop for five minutes at work it's like three hours what was that yeah an hour later you're like holy shit i was what's your youtube channel youtube channel is hands-on adventures but i have to spell it with the apostrophe between the d and the s because there's another hands-on adventures that's like I don't even know if it's still operating, and every time you search it, that pops up. So now I had to put the little apostrophe after the after the D, even though it doesn't go there. And I did have some cards made with a QR code, and that has really seemed to help because I can give those to people and they just scan them and it takes it right to it. I had that happen with Tic Tac. Is somebody had already taken Paul Hills? And nobody has ever taken Paul Hills in the in the history of social media until that. But but it don't matter. I I use Jabberhammer on TikTok. Well, I mean Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of them. I didn't have any other issues except for YouTube. It, YouTube. Mm. It, and when I changed my YouTube name, it changed my Gmail name to Hands On Adventures. Oh man, I so had to deal with that too. I'll be sending. A, a work email <laughs> yeah. and, and somebody will say did, did you change businesses I was like yes. eventually I hope to but no I, I, I have to explain to them that instead of using my name as an email it used my YouTube channel as the email so I'll be sending work quotes or giving somebody a price and it'll go through the hands on adventures instead of <laughs> hands on installation and it's it's a mess but you know I, I just roll with it I just explained to them that I just tell them it's my side hustle is what I tell them. Hey, look, if you changed all your names to hand job adventures, I guarantee you 
you you would be viral on everything just I, through the name. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to to put my phone down. I just too many notifications yeah. on that one. What are well, some of the you, creative names that you've had people like say your name as? As far as hands on adventures, yeah, I, I've never they've never really went too crazy. I was gonna I was gonna start doing like t shirts and stuff, but call it HOA. And you know, <laughs> just make a play on because I can't stand like HOA stuff. So I was going to make a play on the HOA thing, and I decided not to do it. But HOA has been the only alternative name that I've I've heard or got. Like now, my personal business is hands-on installation, and if you know working on construction and job sites, there ain't no telling what you're going to hear with the words yeah. "hands-on" on a job site. You, it's over. Just you might as well just get ready. You got to change this shit to hand job installations, hand job adventures. I'm telling you, look, it's it's 2022. That that shit works nowadays. Mm-hmm. The, the artwork's already done. I, I can't do nothing about it now. <laughs> look, 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 just just take out the S, the O, and the N, and put a J O B on it. Well, I I did put a, a poll up on Facebook the other night asking people what they thought about me changing the name. And I didn't realize I had so many diehard fans, but <laughs> I mean, I could always get back on the Facebook post and say, "Listen, we're, we're going to hands off uh, to jerk off now or something." So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, hand job adventures, hand job adventures, adventures. You know, pivot man for hire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. All right, so so back back to back to. Lord have mercy. This motherfucker done gone off the it's, fucking rails. It's going off the rails quick. I love it. But hey, that's what this podcast is for, is going off the rails. This is this is people come here for this shit. And if we have some interesting or some worthwhile fishing shit that comes out of it, that's just a bonus, folks. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm all about, you know, and like I said, it's nice to have a media outlet where it can get kind of crazy and I don't have to be so g-rated like i was telling you earlier i have some younger fans on the youtube side a buddy of mine's kid he really likes watching my fishing videos he said daddy your friend his videos are awesome but damn he cusses a lot (laughs) and so i have to be real mindful now of how my videos when i produce them and because i use some pretty spicy language when i'm out on the boat and things aren't quite going to plan so I have to I have to kind of throttle back. I mean, some slips through and, and gets by now, but for the most part, I, I try to keep it at least PG thirteen. My my son has a YouTube. Like he he loves this. He wants to have a YouTube channel on this. So we gave him one. I monitor monitor it through mine. And it's can't look Carter. Y'all go subscribe if you like um, just Roblox and. Uh, gorilla tag and i don't know he's the only person live that i've ever heard of that reached their daily limit for youtube posts oh jeez <laughs> oh my god that's impressive <laughs> what's but, the limit but, then I, I have no idea i have no idea oh siri hold on siri's acting the fool but uh, the point is is that he was telling his friends to subscribe to my youtube channel to help me grow my youtube and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, don't do not. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. No. 
<laughs> my my youngest son did the same thing. He's got a YouTube channel where he does like stop motion videos and mm-hmm. like action mm-hmm. figure stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got on his Discord, and there's this new action figure that Hasbro's put out that's like thirty two inches tall. It's a big bastard. Good and lord! I, I, and I told him to tell his all the people on the Discord. I said, tell him if they get me to a thousand subs, I'll buy this action figure for you. Well, we got on there, and it did spike a little bit, but long story short, he came to work for me, and he was able to buy the darn thing itself, so <laughs> he, he didn't need to have to pimp his old man out anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's, ooh, get, get, getting your kids into this is one thing, you know, mo- monitoring it, that's one thing, but then when they start asking their friends to get on your shit, you're like, well, hold up, hold up now. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he's 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 pretty good about it and he kind of self-limits his, his time like he'll he'll go really hard for a couple weeks on posting and making content and then just forget about it for a month like he just gets burned out with it six he, he just turned 16 my son's eight well <laughs> listen <I'm, laughs> you know he could he could he could be out running the streets i guess i mean at least he's making some kind of content. Well, look, if you think about it, and old Hambone knows this, if you think about it, kids now that are doing social media and they're learning that aspect of it, what in 10 years of my son's 18, where's what's he going to be able to do as a side gig for potential marketing and video creation and content creation for people as a side gig as he goes and does what he wants to do? You know, we didn't have this growing up. No, it's it's the the potential is, is limitless as long as they have the drive and the the want to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Hambone, what you think about that? You think that's that's where young kids should kind of focus some attention and being on screens is okay if they're cr- learning how to create content? Well, I mean, it, I, yeah, I mean it. It's it's kind of a prerequisite now. I mean, you go into the job market if you're not working with your hands and you're working at a desk, like you have to know how to do all that stuff. You got to know your way around Google everything and just kind of how that stuff works. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's great. I think it kind of gives them an outlet to, uh, to let stuff go, but you know, it could be very dangerous too. Well, so I just, I got a, I just got a drone. I got it for work, the drone uh, to, to video some, some stuff for my work. And he wants a drone to, to create content. And obviously, he, I'm not letting him fly, fly the one I got yet. But I have buddies that have charged like $500 and $800 to real estate agents mm-hmm. to do drone shots of a house. That's what yeah. my cousin does. He, yeah. That's his business is he does drone shots of property. And then he has these cameras that he sets up in a house and does 360 tours mm-hmm. of houses and stuff and mm-hmm. it's it's spectacular if you look at some of my older footage that's drone work it's actually my cousin doing the drone work on it but he's spectacular at it and you know i i enjoy my drone until i crashed it enough times to where it's no bueno no more <laughs> like so, i bought yeah. the smallest cheapest dji because i wanted a good one but I didn't want to spend $1,500. Mm-hmm. So I bought the four or $500 one. And 
I'll be honest with you. You had to try to crash that thing, and I was successful at crashing it. <laughs> I was I like launch pad from the, the old cartoon, you know. I love watching the guys, like, especially in kayaks, and they're they're trying to get, like, drone shots and stuff of, like, their day or whatever, and their battery starts to run low, and it starts to go back to home or wherever it launched from, and they're trying to, like, they're trying to run it down in a kayak, and they're just trying to pedal to, to catch it, and then they got to stay up. I think Blanchard sunk one in one of his videos, and, you know, just watching these people in boats, like, way out in the ocean, there's, like, nothing around them at all and they're just trying to figure out where this drone is going that would that would make me oh, i would have man. a heart attack my cousin <laughs> he said well we can just build a platform on the front of your kayak and i'll take one of your kayaks out and we'll just launch from the kayak i said do you feel comfortable doing that i said because we're family but i'm not paying for that damn thing <laughs> if you put it in the water he's like no it'd be fine and then next thing i know i'm i'm watching tiktok videos of dudes running down the beach trying to make it out 20, 30 yards to catch their drone before it hits the water. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I would just, I, if my cousin, he's got so much money tied up in his drones that if he crashed one on one of my shoots, I would feel like shit because <laughs> daddy ain't paying for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The drone footage is really good, but what, so we've talked about this on the podcast. There's two things. One is, I think it was Alex, one of Alex Rudd podcasts, I think. But, you know, there's there's the the weight limit of where you have to get the license. And, like, the DJI minis are be- below that weight limit. That, so that's what I had was a mini. Right. Yeah, I got a two. I bought a two. And, and the other part of it is, is that if you are flying that drone for to make money, you have to get a license. And so Greg Blanchard talks about this on a podcast. I think it was a podcast. He talks about how he got a letter in the mail. Somebody had turned him in. Oh, my God. He was making money on his YouTube, and so that's why he wasn't having the drone shots anymore. They'll get you. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you got to be careful about what you're doing it for. And, you know, mine, mine, for instance, Interception, who was that? Interception Rams. Who was it? Who was it? I can't see. I'm on a commercial break in, over here, so. Oh, Lord, we're behind. We're trying to talk football, and we're behind. Oh, Lord. But anyway, yeah, the drone footage is good stuff, man. It really is nice. It creates a different thing. It's cool that you can do that. But uh, Ryan Lambert posted something about a month or six weeks ago. <laughs> the guy had his drone landing on his kayak in his hand, and the drone, and if if y'all flown, the, especially the DJI, the minis, Sometimes when you try to land on your hand, it moves away because it thinks it's about to crash. Yeah. And this guy's moved off to the right and went straight into the damn water. And (laughs) he went overboard to get it. That's probably because he launched it right off his boat or right close. Because them things have a sensor when you send Uh them from home. And they they know where the ground's at. So. Well, they think they know until you (laughs) over water. And then that bitch sinks or you in the water after (sighs) Uh, well, I have handball you hadn't you hadn't sunk a drone no i haven't even really i don't think i've even flown a drone before i haven't really messed with them at all well see that's what your youtube channel is missing i know i gotta get those those epic intro shots you know of me pedaling my ass off to some dock on lake norman <laughs> <Some> <laughs> shit about some dock <laughs> 
one of the 18.6 million docks yeah. on Lake Norman. Yeah. Some random-ass Norman dock. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Dustin, back back to your ship. What brought you here to where you are? You, you, we, we have been all over the place, and you even started this, like, way into your, your, the, your old uh, life. Well, if, if we're going back to start how I got into mm-hmm. kayaking, mm-hmm. that's completely my wife's fault. That is all on her. All right, so we'll blame her. Yeah, oh, absolutely. A hundred damn percent. We were vacationing in Florida on the Gulf Coast, and we went to a place called the Wikiwachi River or Wikiwachi Springs where they got the mermaids and shit. And they had this, like, six-mile stretch of the prettiest, bluest aqua water. And we went and rented a, ca- or a canoe for a family trip one time. And I don't know how familiar y'all are with canoes, but that is a disaster for me. Oh, it sucks. We were it. going down this windy river, and I hit an alligator. <laughs> that, now, no shit, I was actually going to try to catch him because he's only about two foot long. And, you know, wife and kids are freaking out. Well, I can't control this canoe, so I slam the canoe into the alligator, and he takes off. On another section, we come down this bank with this overhang, and I'm not really afraid of spiders. That, they don't bother me at all. But when you have thousands of them, Following your boat because you hit a nail. Uh. I have a little Jesus moment where I start walking on water. So we get down this six mile stretch of this creek, and I said, I'll never, uh, no, there's no way in hell I'll ever do this again. Well, the very next year we went back, but we rented kayaks. And I was paddling down through there, having the time of my life in this damn rental kayak. And I looked at her and I said, you know, this would be a hell of a way to go fishing. And at the time, this was still this was before QC and any what of that years, stuff. What year was that? What, what year was this? This was uh, well, it was two years to the day after the BP oil spill. I do know that because that's how I relate by start time because that's when I started going to Florida. But we got on this kayak and I thought, man, this would be a hell of a way to go fishing, you know? Because I grew up fishing on boats, banks, you know. I fish in a mud puddle. I don't care, but. I told her, I said, we, we should have never did this. The very week I got home, I started looking for a kayak. Well, I found a guy that traded me a kayak for my very first GoPro. And so I got my first 10-foot Ascend kayak, and I thought I was big shit. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world till I got more familiar with the kayak world and realized that that was a piece of shit, and I was way too big for that thing. <laughs> and... uh it's it's one of them. I don't have any brand loyalty. It's just kind of whoever gets their hooks in you first. And the I reached out. I got on Facebook to find people to fish with in the Asheville area when I got the kayak. So I found the Altitude Club that I'm in now. And like the the first day I posted something, a guy named Saturday Mel, which y'all talked about, mm-hmm. and a guy named Joel uh, reached out to me. I just made a post. I said, where's a good place to go kayak fishing, yada, yada, yada. Well, those two hit me up, and I blame both of them for the amount of money that I have spent in the kayak world since that day. I was just going to say, they they reached out to you and said, hey, man, I got a great way for you to give (laughs) me all of your money because you can fish, and then I'm just going to take your money in all these tournaments. But (laughs) I fished fished out of that little 10-foot forever, and then Saturday hit me up one day and goes, hey, I got a Hobie for sale. And I was like, he's like, it doesn't have a drive. It's just the hole. But, 
I was like, well, I can make a Frankenstein boat. I don't care. I didn't realize at the time what I would have to go through to find the drive for this damn thing. <laughs> so I paid $300 for an old outback hole that was hobbled together. I paid $400 for a drive out of Texas before the <laughs> 180 pins come out. So I had this old ass Hobie with a, with a GT drive. And I think I ended up putting like an aftermarket Jackson seat on it. Cause I didn't like the little <laughs> the way it sit down in it. It was a, it was a, a real friend. And the, the boat is still around. There is, a lady in QC that has the boat to this day. I sold it and traded it and sold it and traded it. But uh, the brand loyalty thing never really rung with me. It's just the Hobie boat got their hooks in me first because I like all the other boats. I, I'll fish out of anything. It don't matter to me except for maybe a feel free. Those dumpster fires can stay where they're at. <laughs> but uh Hobie was just the first one that got their hooks in me, and then I got a Hobie. My wife decided she wanted one, so we found her a Revo. Before I realized it, I had five Hobies sitting at my house. And I was like, and and, and I was like, how the hell did this even happen? So I had the the first Outback, and I wanted to keep it. I got my wife's boat. Well, she wanted a blue boat instead of a red boat. So we found the blue boat. So now she's got two sitting there, and I've got one. And I've never owned anything new in my life. So when the 2019 Outbacks come out, I told her, I says, I got the money, paying cash, and buying it. That, that's the boat I want. She said, well, what about your other one? I said, well, I'm going to keep it in case anybody ever wants to go fishing with me. Well, instead of just letting my son use that one, I buy him a, an Outback Sport because back then he was smaller. And that's how we wound up with five stupid boats at the house. Thank God I've only got two now. But we had a we had a, a Hobie collection there for a little while. Well, look, you got so when you spend money on kayak fishing and kayaks, like your wife can't she she egged you on with that shit. My wife has been so solid when it comes to my fishing because she knows that's my hobby, my getaway, my release. That she's never. She's never really, unless we've had a bill or something come up, she's never said no because I've told her from the get-go that the tournaments and the fishing, that's not a career for me. I don't want to use it as a career. That's something I love. It's a hobby. That's why I spend the money. That's why I'm willing to travel as far as I do just to to not catch a fish because I like doing it. And she has never to this day gave me any kind of shit for it. Like she has never busted my balls about it. Mm. But on the same side, I work all the damn time. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so when did the content creation side step in? Because you said you the you traded your first grow pro for an old hobie. Yeah. So you had to be thinking about creating some content earlier. You had the GoPro. When but, did you really start into the content creation? The GoPro thing was a victim of clever marketing because I was walking through Best Buy when, <laughs> when they had the fancy screen up and they oh, made yeah. it look perfect. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and they didn't realize, they didn't tell you how shitty your videos are going to be. You just see the motorcycle <laughs> jumping over the sand dunes. And I was like, oh, I want that. <laughs> so, you know, it, my wife said, well, you got to get rid of something to get something else kind of thing. So I, I, I sold a, some stuff I had, got the GoPro. And it started out just going out hiking, skiing, you know, that kind of stuff. And then I said, well, I'm just going to slap it on the boat and see what happens, you know. And the YouTube channel never 
it was more for me, kind of like Hambone said, it was more to kind of catalog the stuff that I had done. And to be honest, I had the idea with everything in the world going digital the way it is, that would be a cool way for my kids and grandkids to kind of look back and see what kind of crazy shit that I would do back in the day. So when I'm 70 and I can't walk right because of something stupid, they can go, well, that's why I'm someone gave him a damn GoPro when he was in his thirties. <laughs> and so I, look, that granddaddy can't catch no damn fish, but he, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Why am I like, watching him pick backlashes out on this video <laughs> for like three hours? Shit, what is why am I watching this? <laughs> granddaddy <laughs> couldn't cast. He couldn't Where's fish? his grand ham bones channel at? Let's watch that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see a lot of the same. Yeah, it just uh, handbones. Handbones' life left him two weeks ago. <laughs> the the video he posted on Instagram or TikTok or where, Facebook, TikTok, I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> his when he tried to skip that jig, his life left him. When it he was like his real. It was. Did like you one, see that, Dustin? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> That's why he's going car shopping. Yeah. Exactly. Did you know how I've I've caught three? I think I've caught three fish on Lake Murray total. And of the two times that I've been there and uh, no, but I was, it was like one o'clock in the afternoon. I'd been fishing since like five 30 that morning and I was on my way back and I was just like, ah, I'll just hit this last dock. That jig hit that water and just my reel blew up and it was just like everything <laughs> that I had did not just throw the rod in the water and just leave. But yeah, it's so frustrating, but it's so funny at the same time. See, if it's you were best. Country Boy Creek fishing, you could have thrown that Walmart combo in the water and not talked <laughs> twice about it. Right. <laughs> there have been many, many rod and reels go in the water, whether it be accidental or on purpose. I'm too damn poor to be losing shit. I'm, I'm extra careful with my stuff because if that bitch sinks, it's probably a year or two before I can, <laughs> before I can replace well, the, it. The, rod, the rods that I have now... Oh, uh, it, it's a it's a heart attack if one of those go missing. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm going swimming for my shit. That's yeah, all you I put got the floats on it. No, I ain't got floats on it. I ain't that. I ain't that fancy. I ain't that bougie. You know, I spend I spent three hundred dollars on a rod and then don't put floats on it. So. Yeah, I hear you. I don't either. Hey, I don't either. But every little teeny centimeter on a kayak for me, every teeny centimeter on the butt end of that rod on a kayak, that's real estate. Mm-hmm. And now I will say this: I so I'm I'm ambidextrous. I can cast, I cast right-handed, but I can reel. I can work a lure and reel with both hands. I've got left hand and right hand reels. When I got into a kayak, I was like, "Nah, fuck this shit." I got to get all left hand reels because I cast right-handed, and then it's right here. This cast and trying to switch. No, I like I, I, too, I stuff, do the two hand shuffle. To I this day, off. I do it. Me too. But I'm telling you, it's it's awkward at first, but you mm-hmm. you'll get if you're whatever your dominant hand is, that's the one you need to be casting with, and your off dominant hand is the one that you're real with. And I promise you, it will take some time, but you'll get used to that shit, and it'll be the best thing you ever did. Yeah, but see, I already drilled the holes for like my graph and everything. So <laughs> see, kinda... in a hobby, in a hobby, you don't have to drill no holes for no yeah. graph. The shit's well, already there. It's yeah. there. It's just a nice little. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't need the Hobie guys ganging up on the native guy, all right? Well, Chill. look, Alex isn't here to talk <laughs> shit about a boat he's never been on. So we're just going to. I've never been on anything but a Hobie and a, 
and a hat and actually a decent Walmart kayak and Avalon. But I'm not going to talk shit about the other ones because ain't been on them. I'm not Alex. He's an asshole, little short asshole at that, little munchkin asshole. I, I've been on on quite a few, and and I don't I, I I like them all. I just like I said, Hobie got their hooks in me first, and that's just what I'm used to, and that's what I like. I think the uh, the the power to go ratio is is a little bit better. You know, it's yeah. a little more efficient. But oh yes, that's the word efficient. That that, that, could, that pedal drive, me. man. But pedal drives efficient for sure. No, I've, I've 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 either had or been in most kayaks on the market. So, all right, getting back to your fishing journey. So you you got the kayak. You, you hollered at Joel and Saturday Mail, which is maybe one of the greatest overlooked names in kayak. It's fishing. the most Saturday underrated Mail. name on earth. The and first time I told my wife, she's like, "Is his name Saturday?" And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "I was like, yeah." She said, "Last name?" I was like, "No, nah, that's my boy's first name." <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was like a nickname because he won all the time, and it was just like all the tournaments were on <laughs> Saturday, so we just called him Saturday. You know? <laughs> like, but that's crazy. I did. Yeah. I ha- I've met a guy whose first name was Attorney. That's an interesting spelled, one. Spelled the same way, but yeah, yeah, that's funny. All right, so Saturday. Joe, you start catfishing in the club you're in now out of Asheville, and and you just you just start growing from there. Well, I, the the CKA down in in y'all's neck of the woods. That's right. Yep. They used. I don't know if they do they still do the Gate City Classic. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was my very first tournament. I reached out and I said, you know, I knew first at this. They said, well, come on down. We'll, we'll you know we'll kind of walk you through whatever and so that was my first tournament and i went in there kind of big chested because i knew i could catch fish and i uh had just caught what was probably one of my pbs just before i went down there and i get down there and i got humbled (laughs) that was also that was also the weekend i met people like john ladd and and buster and that was the first time i met Vinny was at that mm-hmm. tournament. Mm-hmm. And that's actually how it all got started with the QC guys was through that tournament. Vinny just come up and started talking to me. Like the kayak community, when I first got into it, was just like everybody was boys. There was no strangers, you know, just everybody talked to everybody. And Vinny come up to me and started talking to me. And I kind of looked behind me. I was like, who the hell is this Jersey Shore knockoff talking to me? I don't know this dude. You know, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that boy, from, that God. boy from around here. And I'm a, and I'll tell you here. what, we we we've been buddies ever since. We we sit and talked for you know a good minute, and he's like, "Well, I'm I'm going to start up this Queen City thing. You ought to come out." And I said, "Okay, well, tell tell me when and where. I'm I'm brand new at this. I'm the first of May here, so you know, you tell me when and where, and I'll be there." Because it was like I, I was trying to get a piece of all kind of action when I first started kayak fishing, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'll drive to Georgia, coast of South Carolina. Let's just wherever. I don't care. You know, so and, you uh, for the first year of queen city. Yeah, I was, I was there for the very, I was like, I didn't fish every single tournament because mm-hmm. that was still, all of them were still over two hours away for me to go to, mm-hmm. but I tried to hit as many as I can. And Vinny even joked one time, he said, I only showed up to one tournament so I could get my jersey that I ordered. <laughs> and uh, I, it's 
I haven't looked back. You know, I, I haven't been able to fish a full tournament schedule up until probably two years ago, which was one of my best years. And uh, it's I, the tournament scene in actual is lackluster to say the least. There's it can never nobody can seem to just get something going and it and it stay and be cohesive and and a good thing. So I just go to I just go to Charlotte and fish with those guys, you know. And we're again, this shit's all over the damn place. I love it though. <laughs> This is this is my ADHD at its finest. Where did the content creation part come in? When did you start creating the content that got you to where you are right now? Uh, probably about two years ago, I started really wanting to upload regular and make something and and like document my travel and my fishing. And it wasn't until the past couple of weeks that I've decided that I want to ramp it up and really put more effort into editing, better shots, better production, better storyline. You know, before it was just fun and a hobby because it started about two years ago with actually uploading all the time. And then the scandemic happened and I was like, well, I got all kind of damn time now to go out and, make content because for us work-wise it uh it just died for like three weeks mm. there was nothing and so i was i was out fishing almost every single day de- during the first part of, of covid and uh that's when i really decided that i wanted to get a little more serious with it and start you know trying to you know chase clout and get subscribers and try to try to go somewhere with it, you know, instead of just filming and, and assing off and then just throwing something up on the internet. So that brings us to now to where I want to, that's why I did the, uh, the TikTok thing because I'm trying to pull people from TikTok over to YouTube and like, Hey, go, go check this shit out, you know, help, <laughs> help a brother get paid over here, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it was just me wanting to, to document me going out and doing shenanigans. And uh, I never I never set out to do a specifically fishing channel. It was always more of a, a travel and adventure thing. It so was just like heavily a, a based. It, it was just vlog. heavily based on my kayak because my kayak gave me a reason to go do the stuff. It's like, so instead of just going hiking or traveling to Yellowstone, I can take my kayak and go hit all these different waters. So the kayak was really just a, a, a vessel or a means to an end to, to make an adventure or a travel channel. I'll tell you this, uh, having, having when I got into the kayak fishing world in late 2020, and to where I am now, the channels, you know, I, I dove in and started watching everything because I had a 10-year hiatus from fishing. I had not done kayak fishing. I got into kayak fishing, wanted to do it. So I was watching all the fishing channels. The ones that I continue to watch, can, you know, the most that I watch when they when a post comes out are those vlog styles. I like that story. I like the beginning. I like when they go camping. Greg Blanchard is is probably the, the best example you can give of that. 
is is all of his videos have a story. And now I still gear towards the the folks who put out their tournament fishing content because I like the tournament side of it. And this is this is bass boat world, this is kayak world, tournament fishing in general. But there's there's the ones that I continue to watch are the ones that take you to that journey. Uh, Dustin Connell is a great one on the bass side that I watch a lot. You know, he's he's got you driving to and from. He, they got you at the house. They got you in pre-fishing. They got you in fishing. You know, all these that have that story, that vlog style where you get to, you feel like you're sitting in their passenger seat going with them on the boat and the kayak or whatever. You feel like you're with them. That's what I'm drawn to. And that's what I like. So, you know, taking these adventures, and it's not just fishing, but these po- folks that that take the adventure and they condense it into a 20 or 30 minute video or two 20 or 30 minute videos. That's what I like. And that's what I enjoy watching at this point. That's that's the kind of content that I consumed endlessly. Like when I first started mm-hmm. kayak fishing, I consumed as much as I could especially after mm-hmm. I got humbled in my first tournament, you know, and I <laughs> caught one fish. I, I just started consuming. I got the world fishing network and, and went on that and uh, any, any kind of content. And then I got more in, in 2018, I got more into the travel side because mm-hmm. I drove cross country for the first time. And I was like, that's it. This is what I want to do. I want to find a way to do this and make money. And then, so I started consuming content based around people traveling, RVing, fishing, in, anything I could do to either improve my channel or get an idea or pick somebody's brain on how to make something better. Anything I can do to move closer towards a, an end goal. And it was just all consuming. I, I, I don't even watch that much TV. I'm, I'm on YouTube probably more than anything well that's kind of your your little your um series that you got going too like the uh what is what did you what do you call it project 50 yeah 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 that see that come about that was an epiphany and i I know there's people that have went to all 50 states and fished but i don't know of anybody that has took their kayak one kayak and went to all 50 states and maybe not necessarily catch a fish but at least go and try and put your boat in a different body of water in every state. And that's what I'm working on now. And mm. I'm really hoping that that could be a flagship series to somebody sit and go, well, that's pretty cool because in each episode, it's either me checking out something in that town, me going to get something to eat, a brewery, and then whatever lake I'm going to fish. And I just got back from Arizona from one of those where I knocked seven or eight states off the list. Damn. And I, awesome. I just now, I think I just posted the New Mexico one. But the problem with that is when I left to go on that trip, I had the trifecta of shitty luck. Because <laughs> the the week I left, a nationwide heat wave hit through the Midwest and, and out west. Gas prices went sky freaking high that week, and I had rented an F two fifty to to pull my stuff out there because my father in law was like, "Well, why don't you just rent a truck instead of driving yours?" And I was like, "Okay, cool. I'll do it." So we thanks, leave for thanks that. dad in law. Yeah, yeah, so we Great we advice. leave 
to go on this great big epic adventure, I get to Arkansas and I cannot even fucking breathe. It gets so hot out there. The, <laughs> the average for the whole trip, we were gone for two weeks. The average was 107. Oh my Damn. God. And once you get to Texas, you find out what dry heat is. Yeah. Once you get to that the the desert and the high desert, it's it's a whole different ball game. It didn't it didn't get comfortable till we left Arizona and got into Colorado. Mm-hmm. But the the third thing that really hit us on that trip was sand. We hit a sandstorm. Oh, <laughs> like a legit, it, the like, legit uh, sandstorm. sandstorm. Like Who almost did? every day, we 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 camped most of the time in a truck tent. So we had to wait till nine o'clock at night when you could stand the temperature to be in the tent and nine o'clock is about when the wind started dying down they had wind advisories and one this reminds me one of the things i wanted to do so bad out west was see monument valley and that's like a lifelong goal of mine i drive into the valley and you can't see shit for the sand (laughs) it's like you can walk up and cut the sand, and I was like, I took a picture and put it on Facebook. I was like, well, I waited my whole life to get here. That figures. <laughs> it fucking figures. You know, sand everywhere. But well, we, 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 we made the pants. best of it, and I'm going to tell you what. My son is a freaking champ, dude. He, The only thing he complained about is he's not, he's not the biggest fan of kayaking, but, like, he didn't complain about the heat. He didn't complain about the sand. He's like, He's like, hell with it. We're out west traveling. Let's, you know, we'll make the best of it. You know, it's an adventure. And I was like, well, okay, cool. You know, look, look, that he, your, your son was like, if I complain, daddy's going to have my ass. Ain't no damn way I'm complaining about this. Well, they was, <laughs> oh, they I can't go home now. What am I going to do? Morning, I got up and I'll be honest with you. I just, I was not feeling the fishing. If you go back and watch the, uh, I think it was Oklahoma. I just I didn't want to be there. I don't know why. I I was in a I slept bad in the truck. We ended up sleeping in the cab of the truck in the air conditioner. <laughs> and uh, we got to the boat ramp, and he, Cameron's like, "Dad, I just don't I don't want to do it today." I was like, "All right, sit sit at the boat ramp. I don't care. I'm going fishing. I, I drove this far. I'm going to fish." Thirty minutes into it, I break my drive. Oh shit! And I'm just like, "Fuck it, I'm done. I'm done." <laughs> Like I'm slamming stuff, throwing stuff in the in the trailer. I pull over, get everything strapped down and ready for the road. And Cameron's like trying his best to be supportive. And he says, Dad, if you need, you can use the drive out of my boat and I'll paddle at the next <laughs> one. I was like, I appreciate it. We're, we're going to fix it. I, one, of, one of the things I love doing is working on my own stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that night we, were, we made it to Amarillo and got a hotel because we hit our first major sandstorm. I wasn't fighting that fight. I went to Lowe's and got JB Weld, and that I had that Joker on the water the next morning. Nice. So, but that's just you know that's adventures from the road. Just the the shit you're going to run into when you decide that you want to travel and fish and go adventuring. You know you're, you're going to have issues that you got to deal with. You got to be able to make it, it. It might not be the permanent fix, but you got to have you got to have the the skill to make it where you can still continue on. And that goes into tournament fishing too. I mean, just in general, the whole thing is to be able to continue on, be able to overcome that adversity and make the shit happen. How many states have you been in? 
how many states have I fished in my kayak? Yeah, how, many, how many states out of your Project 50 have you done? Uh, 10, 11. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm saving, I'm kind of saving the low hanging fruit like North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia because I can go do those anytime. But I've done almost all of the South and all of the South and Southwest. Nice. I, so I've, I've done all the way over to Arizona. I didn't, I didn't fish in Colorado because there was just so much stuff we wanted to go see and do while we were in Colorado. And then when it was time to come home, I just made a beeline from Cortez, Colorado, back to back to North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I did it in two days. So we didn't, we didn't, we only stopped to sleep. So <laughs> I was, I was yeah. ready to be home at that point. I'd already been you, on the road two weeks. You was done. You yeah. was done for sure. And the the spoiler alert, I skunked the entire trip. <laughs> I went but to you, some, I went to you, some of the most magnificent places, the prettiest places you'll ever drop a kayak in the water, and the wind got me, the heat got me, my lack of knowing the areas got me. You know, I made I made the mistake of relying on information that I got from locals instead of researching for myself. And I think I might have got some some shot information. <laughs> <laughs> like like I'm gonna go back and come back and fish their hole once a week or something. Oh, right, of course. Like I'll never even step foot this part of the country again, you know? <laughs> yeah, but but they were like, I bet this dude's gonna be recording this shit. Don't tell him nothing. Oh yeah. Oh, there was there yeah. was a a, a man that owned a tackle shop in Arkansas that was like, "Hey, put put this on YouTube. Come come here and film this." And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> he he was a pretty good guy though. I think he gave me some pretty solid information. I just I just didn't catch him. You know, I'm I'm going to blame the heat and the fact when when I go fishing, I'll start it early as I can and I'll fish till I die dehydration. Whereas I look back thirty minutes later, my son's like this. <laughs> i'm like okay we'll, we'll go because he, he doesn't he really don't fish a whole lot he, he got his earbuds in and he's listening to his music or watching something and one day on the trip his, he forgot his phone in the truck and his earbuds were dead it was the end of the oh, world boy. it was over <laughs> <laughs> but you did preface this by you weren't going to catch fish in every state you just no, yeah, I was going to fish in every state. Right. Yeah, there we and, go. And up until Arkansas, I was batting a thousand. You know, I caught fish in Maryland. I caught fish in Pennsylvania. I caught fish in Ohio, mm. Tennessee. I've flat destroyed Florida. You know, every, Virginia. I caught fish. You know, every everywhere I've gone, I've caught fish until I got to Arkansas. So I'm just going to blame it on the heat and the wind all i can do you know i'm i'm a i'm a professional amateur so it wasn't me (laughs) (laughs) i like that i'm stealing that professional amateur professional amateur hell yeah semi-professional amateur (laughs) well no 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 if you're semi-pro you get kicked out of bass clubs like old alex rudd oh yeah he's a semi-pro he he gets kicked out of bass clubs for being semi-pro i i mean I haven't been kicked out of one yet, but you never know. <laughs> v- yeah. Vinny may watch this and go, no, nah, the Jersey Shore crack? Take a hike. 
I think I'm pretty sure Vinny would embrace the Jersey Shore crap. I mean, he he's he still spikes his hair with gel, so we good on, on that tournament side. days. He spikes his hair with oh, gel, yeah. like on <laughs> tournament days. Like it's he's a it's it's three a it's three a.m. and you're you're going to register when we back when you know like when we had to check in that morning at the thing and, and you walk up and he's got gel in his hair. Like what the fuck are you doing? What time <laughs> did you I, get? I could, barely yeah. keep my eyes open right now dude and you're you got gel in your hair what's the deal look as fresh as death in his yoga pants and spiked hair <laughs> <laughs> i knew i knew i knew that the tights the the freaking leggings were going to come up today i knew as soon as i came on you and better believe there's it. somebody else from qc that the leggings were going to come up but that's how that is what y'all are known for. If you listen to any kayak, any kayak podcast, and anybody in Queen City does anything to get notarized, they're going to be like, "Then Queen City boys, that's you know the Queen City guys because all of them wear leggings. All of them got damn yoga pants on." Dustin, do you wear yoga pants? What the hell's wrong with you? They, 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 there's two things I'm hell bent against wearing: that's yoga pants and Crocs. Just oh, oh, I know, I know. What? No, you know what? Hold Ooh. up, hold up, no, bitch, hand bone. It's just me and you. For all of hey. those listening, not watching, I just kicked Dustin out. This bitch just said he don't like Crocs. His ass is gone. Fuck him. He cannot like yoga pants. You know, I don't understand. I don't, I don't think it's that I don't like them. I just think it's one of those things that it's just not me and everybody pushing them? them on me, you know? You ever worn them? Yeah, have you ever yeah. put those magical yeah, things I'm, on your tootsies? I, I could take or leave them. All right, so this is why I wear Crocs fishing. And I wear Crocs, no socks, fishing every time I go fishing. It doesn't matter. December, January, summer, it don't matter. It could be 19 degrees. It could be 119 degrees. I got Crocs on. And I wear them because they don't slip off my feet when they get wet like sandals. And two, I don't like my feet being wet. So when I get into the damn kayak and I get in there, I'm ready to pedal. My Crocs come off. I mean, it doesn't matter. A buddy of mine, Matt Matt Dunn, who's a local angler here with us, damn good-ass angler, he, he catches seven and a half pound fish. It was February. It was cold as fuck. It was 20 something degrees we launched. Cold as hell. He catches this fish. It's still cold. It's in the 30s. And he catches, like, oh man, I'll get a picture. You know, I'm pedaling over there. I pedal over and he's got this fish and he's got it held up to start to get the picture. And he drops a fish down and goes, You ain't got no shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> like the first thing out of his damn mouth. But that's why I wear them because I don't, my feet dry quickly. And, if, and if, it ain't, if it ain't wintertime, I kick whatever water shoes I have mm-hmm. on off if it ain't wintertime. But see, yeah. in wintertime, in wintertime, those Crocs, man, if my feet get cold, I dip them in the water because water in North Carolina, in the Raleigh area, is usually warmer. But when that sun hits a man, it warms up and your feet don't hurt. You wear if, shoes if, if and I socks. Was, if I was to rock the Croc, I would try to find the craziest color pair I could and, and go that route, but... I just I'm just not a croc guy. Never have been. Like I got all like all my buddies, my wife, all our, our whole clan that we go with to Florida. Every one of them. If you ain't crocking, you ain't rocking. I'm like the only one. 
It's like it's like a row of Crocs and Hey Dudes, and I just just not me. <laughs> I bought one pair of Hey Dudes and I hated them. Hated them. <laughs> hated them. I've I've had two pair of Crocs and one pair one pair I don't even know what the hell happened to Ma- matter of fact they were the nicer Crocs they they weren't the holy ones they were the ones that looked like kind of like Dockers or something and uh, I I can't remember I didn't like those because my feet wouldn't dry but the other pair of Crocs I got I've had them for so long and I've worn them so much that I've almost worn through the padding. <laughs> well, I'll, <laughs> like tell you, I'll tell you what I will do. I'm I'm going to start pimping myself out and trying to get actual sponsors to to get behind the YouTube channel and, and my fishing next year. I'll reach out to Croc and see what they say. Uh, they're going to tell you like they done told all the rest of us. Nothing. They ain't going to answer you. They ain't going to tell you shit. Get bent. That, that's yeah. the only way. That's the only way I'll do it. No, no. They're going to be like everybody else. They ain't even going to answer your ass. You, no, you got to do won't. something. You got to do something really good, I think, to get in Crocs' good graces. Well, I mean, the 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 traveling and and stuff is getting expensive, so I got to do something. You know, that's that's how you know it's a it's a love affair. It's a little bit more than a hobby because the amount of money that I have spent just traveling. Yeah, like but I, if you if you change it to hand job adventures, then I mean, you know, you got your you've got your fans, income. I get, you've got I your income wherever money. you go. I'd at least have some pocket money. Yeah. I wonder if I, I, could, I, wonder you, if I can get that on the OnlyFans. Hand <laughs> job <laughs> hand job adventures is it, dude. If look, I'll tell you what, I give you until five o'clock Monday morning to take the handle, hand job adventures. And then I'm taking on I'm I'm copywriting it. I'm taking on every social media. Five o'clock Monday morning, you have to take it. Well, I'm gonna tell you what you're talking the wrong one because you're liable to see it tonight on TikTok. Well, there, no, I'm not talking. I'm I'm trying to help you out. I'm well, I appreciate that. That's out. good. That's good looking out. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and when you go viral, and when you start making money, real money, not not ten percent off money. You can, yeah, you no, can I ain't doing all that. Well, that's no one's gonna take me serious if I don't start rocking Crocs with the name Hand Job Adventures. It's it seems like those two would be synonymous with each other. But I'm telling you, that's Ooh. that's the ticket there. That is the ticket. <clears throat> I mean, just like just like ham bone. If he went ham boner fishing, dude, that's what I was gonna actually. I was I was very very close to being just like you know in the beginning of videos, just saying what's up, ham boners. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> <That's> like, <good. laughs> what's up, ham boners. You, gotta, you you relate to your audience that way, you know. Yeah. Yep, yep. Hey, man, I have a bunch of boners as fans. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I mean, obviously, like, like the guys. Uh, Could you see the t-shirts? Fishing. Proud boners. <laughs> <laughs> We're a stand-up bunch of guys. Boner, boner fishing. I'm here all week. <laughs> Look, here's the sad thing is, this shit's gold. Ain't nary a person on this damn podcast going to take that shit and run with it either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. After they listen to it, they might go. Mm, yeah. Well, hey, well, well, that, that 5 o'clock Monday morning shit's gone because this shit drops 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. 
if I get it out on time, this shit might be coming out at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. I don't know. But you, ha- you when people start listening, they're going to start taking them handles now. They're going to get them websites. And when you want to go get handjobadventures.com, it's going to cost you $150 to buy it from, from Jim Bob over here that can't even spell handjob that, that somehow got it. Pornhub's about to buy handjob adventures. <laughs> from- <laughs> Pornhub, hand if you're listening, Pornhub, if you are listening and you do take that, we are looking for sponsors. And I would, <laughs> yeah. you know, Pornhub would be right up there as a great one to have. Hey, listen, they got unlimited money. So, yes, they do. They do. Well, you're, you, we could get on the OnlyFans as hands on, hand bone. <laughs> It'll be like a. a we, we could be a, a tag duet. team, but we have to be keep a the cursing. tag team. That's right. <laughs> hands on, hand bone tag team. That don't even sound right. I should yeah. never have said that. <laughs> I'm glad you did, though. Yeah, hashtag stand up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all crazy. Oh, shit. Interception. Interception. Did Matt Interception. Stafford throw it? No, I, even, that was I don't Allen. know what the story is. I've been. I've been ear deep in this podcast see the only thing that i have that in football like nfl football that's like worth following is matt stafford's career because i'm a lions fan so we <laughs> as lions fans have really embraced matthew stafford winning a super bowl and it's been amazing to watch you know one of our own finally go on and win <laughs> now i believe if i was a lions fan i believe i'd be Praying for a car crash. I don't. I don't believe I'd be rooting for it. No, I'm, no, I'm, man, I'm, I'm not that good. A, I'm not that good a Christian. No, that's the only way. That's the only way the Lions fans can win anything is to pull for the people that they let go and didn't build saying. around for the eight years ahead. The only what? thing that we live for are those like generational talent lists that have like Barry Sanders and and uh, Megatron on. Like that's the only thing that we can Dude, claim. They still talking about Calvin Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean they they wasted the career of one of Listen, the top three greatest receivers to ever play you know. the game, and Stafford played with him. Like, yeah. how do you look, man? Put somebody around them, people. Look, if anybody, I remember, if anybody I, can understand that the way Carolina did Steve Smith, I, I was a fan of his even after he left. But I, Steve Smith was one of my most favorite players ever because he gave no shits. He was going to talk shit. He was going to back it up. That dude could play fucking football. like no, He was a damn football player and a half. One of my proud possessions is my autographed helmet and football I got from him. Oh, shit, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Lions don't have one primetime game this year at all. Not one. Not one primetime game. Who doesn't? The Lions. It, y'all get every Thanksgiving game from here to eternity. I don't know, man. Thank God I can have something to sleep to. I know. That's, that's right. That's damn right. Yeah, that's the nap game before you get into the real game, right? That's what I'm Which is, it's it's kind of cool watching this game because before Carolina had their own team, I was actually a Buffalo fan. So, How's so that came about? Mm-hmm. I think I just did it to piss my brother off when we were kids because we were like super competitive, and he hated the Buffalo Bills. I was like, "Cool, that's my team." <laughs> and then you know, '95 we got our own team, so I just quit keeping up with them. That's how I was, and most people in the Carolinas, you would think that their their team would be the Falcons, 
because when you grew up in the Carolinas, it was either the Falcons or Washington were the closest teams we had. Yeah. And then ten and then Tennessee. Uh, but I was I was a 49ers fan. I love Jerry Rice and Steve Young. Jerry Rice was the man. My brother but, was a diehard 49ers fan. Yeah. And then when the Panthers came along, yeah, shit, I had a hometown team now. That's why I chose. Well, can y'all hear my me. can y'all hear my shit dinging? No. What floors me is when I go to a Carolina game and it's over 50-50 with the other team in the stands. Like I went to I went to a Steelers game in Charlotte. And that place was black and gold. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Steeler fans are almost as bad as, like, oh, any fan of any team from Ohio. Any I, team from Ohio. I'm not even going to piss the entire internet off with my opinion of Steelers fans. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm real good friends with a with a Steelers, a die, diehard Steelers fan. Uh, I, can't, I can't even express the amount of shit that I talk about the Steelers and how much I hate play like even seeing the terrible towel even seeing any of their colors it just it drives me insane i hate it so much i don't i don't i don't you know i don't even use the word hate i I don't i don't put that in my heart but i i I believe they they may get that designation you know (laughs) yeah well it's bad hey be easy with the steelers hate now because that was you, you know I played with a couple guys that played with the Steel, played on the Steelers. So I'll tell you when when I played with folks that started going out to the NFL, I I still I pull for the Panthers like that's my team. But I really got out of this like not pulling against teams because I knew guys that were making a living right. and playing for other teams. And then fantasy football for me, I love fantasy football. I've been playing it for a long time. I, I at one point in time I was in like fourteen leagues at once. Jesus. And so it, it wasn't about a team for me. It Don't was ever about, say you won't root for somebody until you start playing fantasy football. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, I, I didn't – I wanted people to do good. I didn't care about what what happened. But I'll tell you this, it made me want to watch more of the games. And I yeah. love NFL football. I watch, I watch a handful of teams in college. But on Sunday at 1 o'clock, I'm, I'm watching every damn NFL game I've got you know, whatever the hell red zone channels to me the best. I love it and I watch that shit. But I mean, I just love watching football, eating bowl peanuts and watching football. And well, that's football's. that's kind of our Sunday thing. Me and my buddy that I used to work with every Sunday we go somewhere that has Sunday tickets so we can watch every game and mm-hmm. keep track of our, our our stats on our fancy football. And it's like you know, ever since the Patriots beat. Carolina in the Super Bowl, I've just hated Tom Brady. Like everybody <laughs> worships at that altar. And I drafted him one year first out. And he got me some ungodly amount of points. And I'm just like, yeah, you're the man, dude. <laughs> and everybody's just like, what the fuck did you say? You know, because they knew that I just I, I I couldn't stand Tom Brady. And then like I'm like just rooting for him and I'm like, that's my pony from here on out. You know, if you're going to score me them kind of points, uh-huh. I, I don't care if Marshawn Lynch is available. I'm picking Tom Brady. <laughs> Michigan, man. Uh, See, I, as a Lions fan, I got to watch college because, I mean, Michigan at least <laughs> wins a couple games every year, you know. So, like, uh, the, college is my is my deal. I don't I, I don't follow NFL too, too much just because it's it's hard. 
as I, a Lions fan to like just constantly lose. <laughs> I, I am the worst Southerner ever when it comes to college football because I just I've never really got into college sports. Period, unless Duke and Carolina was playing because. My brother, my buddy I go watch football with, they're all diehard Carolina fans. So it's like, okay, where are we going to watch a fight this year? You know? Please we, don't tell me, please don't tell me you, you fucking pull for Duke. No, I don't pull for neither one of them. Ooh, I just ooh, I just okay. go for the drama. Okay. That that's fine. That's fine. If you said you was gonna pull for Duke, I was I was taking your ass out this fucking stream and this I got, podcast. I got, and you I got too many there. friends that would 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 stake me up and burn me at 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 the stake if I pulled for anybody other than Carolina. You know, in, in that situation. Look, you know, it's okay to pull for ECU. It's okay to pull for App State. You know, some of these other schools. You know, fuck NC State. Um, they suck, but. And, and I've got friends that NC State people, but the people that pull actually pull for Duke on purpose. Duke is a it's, it's the University of New Jersey at Duke. Well, we were we were out somewhere at a, at a bar watching the game, and some girl was sitting at the bar talking to us, and then we found out she was a Duke fan. And I was like, "So you're a Duke fan?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "What's it like being a devil worshiper in the South?" <laughs> <laughs> she got pissed. Oh man! Well, shit! The, the damn Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Oh yeah, they they don't they don't like being called devil worshippers <laughs> in, in our neck of the woods. <laughs> but you know, I'm here to piss people off. So. <laughs> Not with that accent. We couldn't tell from the first time you opened your damn mouth. What accent? <laughs> See, that's what okay. I say. That's what I say. People say you talk funny. I'm like, well, it sounds fucking good to me. Oh, but you ain't been to the north there, eh? Huh? Who, me? No, not, not too far. <laughs> no, I know you have. Oh, I, I know have. know you've been in Michigan, yeah. but I mean, man, I hear people, because like, I've been down I've been down in, in North Carolina for about 10, 10 to 12 years now, and if I go back to Michigan and I hear those people speak again, oh, man, I can definitely tell. And I I hate knowing in the back of my mind that I know that there's still words that I pronounce that are very like car or bar (laughs) or just you push your, you push your vowels up into the roof of your mouth as a, as like a Northerner with that Northern accent. And you're just like, talk out of your nose. Yeah. My, my grandma was born and raised in Wisconsin. Matter of fact, matter of fact, when we had, I ended up getting a 30 out of 30. You got a 30 out of 30? Good job. All right, give me hugs. And my grade went up from a 96 to 86 to 84. <sighs> to a, from a 76 to an 84. Sweet. We're out of C range into B range. There we go. <laughs> um, so she she was born and raised. As a matter of fact, when we had Mikey Balls on, Mikey Balls was born and raised in the on the same lake as my grandma. So I have an aunt or she's a second cousin, third cousin. I don't know. It don't fucking matter. And they used to come down to the beach with us. And her husband was talking about this time. He he got a punctured lung and broken ribs, was in the hospital, and he said he got hit by a cow. And I was like, cow. so he's, tell, he's telling this story. I was probably 12 or 13 years old, right? Like, I wasn't no youngin'. I was a, a preteen. And he tells a story, and everybody gets finally gets quiet. And I go, how the how did you get hit by a cow? 
<laughs> so this whole time, this whole time, my South Carolina bumpkin ass is a because I grew up around cows. I grew up on a peach farm. I grew up where they raised cows. So when you had to move the bull, we didn't have no cowboys. It was people out there high yawing and cattle prods and shit. So I'm I'm sitting here imagining him getting hit by a cow, but just Thompson. <laughs> And I'm like, how did how did you get hit by a cow? How did this happen? Like, you know, and and it was it was about you know probably ten seconds of silence, and people are like, no, no. and one of my parents had to go car. <laughs> like, oh, ah, yeah, that'll change your thought process a yeah, little bit. There we go. That, there we go. That's, that that's reminds more, that's me of the, the best. Northern interaction I ever had was when I was in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Ohio I run into some Amish people at the boat ramp oh, where, where I was launching. And I'm going to tell you what, nicest people in the whole world. We were just sitting there talking, shooting shit. And he wanted to know about my, my kayak, my Hobie. So we was talking all about it. And I said, well, take it out. Have at it. He's like, oh, no. No, I, I, I can't afford that. You know, and I was like, oh, you, you, you ain't got to buy it. You can you can just take it out and pedal around. So me and these guys sit and talk for 20, 30 minutes. Nicest dudes in the world. And I was like, so, where's the fish in this lake? Them boys shut up like I just confessed my <laughs> sins to them. Now, nicest dudes in the world, they would have invited me back to eat with them, but they weren't going to tell me where they're fishing. <laughs> I was like, hey. okay, well, I'm going to go this way. Bye. <laughs> That's how you know universal or fishing is a universal sport. Yeah, and they because just quit people, talking. People, people will clam the hell up over some fishing spots now. Well, I was—I think I was five minutes away from either a dinner invite or marrying one of their sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I asked about fishing, it was like, no, send it. It was like, you didn't even heard my story yet. You think you're appalled now. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it was it was a pretty funny interaction. You know, you know, being at the boat ramp, and I, I don't know if they were Amish or Mennonite because one of their neighbors had pulled the boat for them. He had like this big F three fifty, and uh, they he dumped them in the water and took off. I was like, I guess he ain't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was pretty cool to to hang out with those guys for a minute and talk. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey man, you look. You want to eat some good meat, some good bread, some good pastries? Oh, find, you, find you one of those Mennonite damn bakeries. Holy shit. There's a, there's a thing called Amish peanut butter. I swear they I've, put cocaine I've heard in of it. They, they've I've, got to put yeah, crack in that. that. that yeah. is, it's like honey and peanut butter or something. That is some of the best stuff on earth. Mm. I love good peanut butter now, but don't give me none of that fake GIF shit. Give me the, the just peanut. I need just on the ingredients. It needs to say peanuts and salt, and that's it. I'm gonna have to mix it up every time I want to eat it. You stick know, up, I mean, stick my Milwaukee drill in the end of it. <laughs> Dump it on a cracker. <laughs> that's 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 that's. A, I'm in the same peanut butter boat as you. This is by far the shittiest fucking podcast on the internet. <laughs> If you came here for fishing, I do not apologize. I don't even, we have been, how often have we talked about fishing? I don't know. Every time As a byproduct? Your, yeah. Every time Just, you start talking about your fishing journey, we start talking about fucking peanut butter and, and dialects. Well, it's like it's like my, my fishing journey is going to take you down a rabbit hole. So if you came here for just fishing, 
You better get your money back. Ain't nobody in their right mind come to listen to this fucking podcast to listen about fishing. Well, that's what I've always tried to tell people. It's like, it's not just a fishing channel. I can't do just fishing. You know, there's, there's just too many of them for, for, for me. You know, I, I have to, I have to go against what YouTube recommends by finding one niche and staying with it. Cause you know, one video I might be talking about beer. One video I might be talking about candy bars. One video I'll be working on my camper. You know, it, it's, it's what I think the world of adventure should encompass, you know, and that's, I don't want to be one niche channel, whether it works for or against me. Well, Dustin, I'm I'm going to be honest and real because I always am, and you can take this how you want to take it, but you definitely look like a motherfucker that will talk about candy bars. Brother, <laughs> I am a sugar connoisseur. Like, I should have I should have died when I was 12 from diabetes. But, like, but all right, all right. Now, answer me this. Answer me right. this. Is chocolate candy? Is chocolate candy? It's a confectionary. But no, no. Answer, don't no, no, no. answer yeah, the question. Yeah, I would call chocolate candy. Hell no, you fucking nope. wrong. No, chocolate no, no. is chocolate. Chocolate yes. is chocolate. Candy is Sour Patch Kids, yeah. sweet okay. tarts. Like that's well, see, I grew candy. up in a I grew up in a bakery, so it's all confectionary to me. So I, I'm gonna have to agree one hundred percent with the Jabberhammer on that. When I look at like when I break down my sweets it's like chocolate and then there's candy like like uh like you said sour patch kids uh jolly ranchers that kind of thing and the the chocolate i don't know man it's totally different chocolate's not one of my favorite things in the whole world i like i just as long as it's got sugar in it i'll consume it (laughs) but like i could take or leave chocolate i don't i don't care yeah i'm not so it took my wife like 15 years when she would say, you know, I say, buy me some candy, and she would show up fucking shitty ass Hershey Kisses or something. I'm like, that Ugh. this ain't candy. Like the, in, yeah. in Reese's cups, like a good chocolate. Now, this ain't no. When I say candy, I want Sour Patch Kids. I want chewy sweet tarts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want I want fucking candy. I I want that. I don't want I don't want no chocolate. I don't want no shit that's gonna melt in my hand. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of like the really sour stuff. And my wife loves that shit. That's what she, she eats sour food. Like she's permanently pregnant. Like that's all she eats is like super sour candy. And I'm like, no. So do you live every day in fear that you're having another child? Oh no, there ain't no threat of that. (laughs) (laughs) You got sir. No, sir. Best $40 I ever spent. (laughs) Look, I, my wife, I, have... go ahead, I was going to say, my wife, my wife fucked me up one time with this. Uh, she, she likes all sorts of weird shit. So she had this chocolate covered ginger, like chocolate covered candy, ginger, nastiest mm. shit I've ever put in my mouth. Ginger candy is one of the worst things ever. Oh my God. It was awful. So we're, I was dri- we were driving somewhere. I don't, I don't remember where we were driving, but she was like, Hey, you want some candy? And I was like, sure you want some of this and she's like it's chocolate peanut butter like bites i'm like 
I should have known at that exact moment that there was a fucking lie because she never used that shit. So she hands me like one of these pieces of candy. I pop it in my mouth. I, I chew it on a little bit. And then it's the most disgusting thing. And I'm driving. We're sitting in traffic. I'm going like 75 miles an hour. I know that's kind of slow for some people. Hold but... on. You're sitting in traffic going, say, what the fuck? See, yeah. You can tell. He. He in North Carolina traffic. That's Jacksonville, he goes 75 miles per hour in, in traffic. That's, that's North, what I'm that's saying. Carolina traffic. And so I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my. I literally, I'm spitting in my hand <laughs> this nasty ass shit to get out of my mouth because it was so disgusting. Every time she'll buy this nasty ass ginger bullshit. And I'm like, what? Are, how do you eat this garbage? And this shit gets stuck on the back of your throat, that ginger <laughs> uh, candy. And you can't, you can't, it's like a, all yeah, the time. It's spot welded to the back of your throat. Yeah. Ginger like, candy is the worst candy you can uh, buy. No, 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 no. I got one. So have y'all ever eaten the jelly bell, the jelly beans, the fucking nasty ass, the yeah, jelly we, bean uh, challenge? We, we just did a thing not long ago. We had like a, a party at my friend's house and we did that. And my buddy put a whole box in his mouth. Ugh, ugh. So, so the first time. I ever did it. Me and a buddy, we fought fire together. This was a few years later. We were doing, I was, we were doing separate stuff, but I went down for some training and stayed with him. Well, I got down, we started drinking. I cooked dinner. We ate dinner. We're up drinking, having a good time, fucking farting around. And he brings out, what the hell are them jelly? I can't remember what they're called, but it's the jelly bean challenge. Bean boozled. Bean boozled. Yeah. And so we, we wanted to play it in the, the deal was no matter what you had, what jelly bean you chose, you had to eat it. Yeah. And we ended up over throughout the night eating the whole pack one by one. The fucking nasty jelly beans would get would get caught in your teeth. It stays. You know, get stuck in your teeth and stay. And I, I, I don't. I don't have a, a bad affinity for food. Like I can eat, I eat chitlins. You know, I eat all kinds of nasty shit. I don't think I could ever eat bean boozled beans again because I, I, I felt like, I felt like I was going to throw up. That's, numerous times. Those that are some of the worst. We, when we did it at my but buddy's the house, de- the dead fish one and the dog food one, the dog food one some, is, ugh. well, I told, I told my, wife after we had left the party she says didn't you get any bad ones i said i did every one of them i got was bad but i'd be damned if they don't get a reaction out of me because i ate one i was like mm, marshmallows no good and well it was freaking snot or something boogers yeah i told him i said they wasn't getting a reaction out of me yeah i wouldn't did you get it. the garballs one garballs and- <laughs> i don't i garballs <laughs> But that was that, that was, was an interesting night because we were all pretty inebriated by the time yeah. we started that. Uh-huh. I think it was a Christmas party or something. But uh-huh. they had, you know, plenty of inebriation to go around at one of those, and then you start playing bean games with jelly beans. So I'm gonna steal this one. <laughs> Alex Alex's first episode back. And y'all Unless he downloads this shit and listens to it, it's going to be a surprise to him. And he might, he might not. I don't know. But his first episode back, whoever our guest is, we're all going to have the Bean Boozle game. And the whole fucking podcast is us playing Bean Boozle <laughs> and drinking alcohol. I'm we're going to do that. I love it. We're going to do that shit. 
Hell yeah. Cause that shit's you know, you know what we need to do? Me and my buddy did the Pocky One Chip Challenge. We should do that on here. Let me tell you something. But do it on a day you don't have to work the next day. Nah, fuck that shit. Look, I eat a lot of hot stuff. People fuck up by drinking milk. Milk is the worst fucking thing you can drink after eating one of these peppers or hot chip challenges. That shit doesn't help, and it fucks your stomach up even more. It did mine. (laughs) Look, look. Just just eat it. It's going to be hot. Drink water or eat ice cream and popsicles. Don't I had drink ice cream. fucking milk. Milk is the absolute worst thing that you can drink on these things. And when people are eating eating bread and drinking milk, it's you know, you're you're fucked up. You're fucked up. I can't I, see I have to get ice cream cuz I can't drink just straight milk. I just it don't do nothing for me. And when me and my buddy did the challenge, he didn't eat nothing. He he let it burn all the way out. Never mm-hmm. touched anything. Probably fine. Drank, he drank a beer like twenty minutes later, mm-hmm. but he paid for it that night. He had an acid reflux attack oh, attack in the bathroom. God. Oh yeah, yeah. You definitely you definitely got to have some tums and Zantac and Prilosec. You got a pregame, but um, but but the meal PSA. If y'all eat pe- the the peppers or the one chip challenges bullshit like that. Fucking put the milk away. Drink your water. Drink your ice cold water. That's going to help the best, and it's going to help your tummy afterwards. Eat some tums later, but ain't nothing going to quell the hotness. That shit is there. It, no, it was. It was. It was pretty damn hot. I'll give it that. Oh, well, that shit's going to be hot. I mean, it's, it, look at it. That bitch is like eight million scones. But it's it's nasty as funk. It's like eating a piece of cardboard with powder on it. It was, it was the worst chip I've ever had in my life. It was so bad. Uh, well, I mean, you know what? They don't make it a one chip. They don't make it one chip for it to taste good. Well, they could throw some damn chili lime or something on that motherfucker and make it a little more tasty. I mean, it don't have to taste like a damn cereal box lid. At least some good crunch or something like that. I mean, sprinkle some Captain Crunch on it. I mean, damn. You could do that shit on your own. I mean, they got to make it hot. And when you put all that damn capspacium up in there, look, it's going to fuck up with the texture of that chip. That corn chip has turned into cardboard. Yeah, it's coated at that point. <laughs> it's a, it's that polyurethane hot spray on bed liner at that point. <laughs> All right, yeah. so we got we got two new podcast episodes. One is Bean Boozled playing Bean Boozled, and two is the Hot Chip Challenge. So, if I don't remember this shit, y'all y'all make sure to remind us. We got to wait till Alex gets back because Alex is a little bitch, man. He's he he look. This man tried to eat what was it? Was it liverwurst? Somebody on one of the early podcasts. <clears throat> said liverwurst for one of their answers on, on protein. And Alex made a liverwurst sandwich and posted him trying to eat it. And he couldn't even eat it. So his little, his little munchkin ass ain't going to be able to make it through either one of them. I don't think. I'm pretty picky when it comes to food, but I'll try anything twice. So it don't matter. <laughs> Look there. I ain't found nothing. I won't eat. I used to hate raisins, but now I eat them by the handfuls. I'll, I'll eat damn near anything. I'll, I'll look brains. Brains got to be mixed in with something, but brains are the one things I just can't eat raw. Put a little I mean, hot sauce on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah. You know, uh, look, here's the other thing too. Brains be brains will fuck you up. You eat the wrong set of brains, and you get some kind of disease. I ain't into that shit. I'll, I'll be you know. Now, about the, about the weirdest I've done is a tongue, is a, is a beef tongue. So, how is that weird? Both Ling Yu, that shit is delicious. Oh, yeah. I, I, I enjoy it. It's well, the best fucking pot roast you'll ever eat. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably the weirdest. I don't know if I've ever had like a lot there. of weird stuff, but volume, I can put some volume away. Like, when I, when I was doing a lot of like working out, lifting and, and like that kind of thing, dude, I was doing like <clears throat> eating challenges. I think the most I ever did was, I think it was two and a half pounds of pulled pork, uh, two sides of slaw and six like big hush puppies in 30 <laughs> minutes, dude. Whew, that was brutal. But like, I've always been like a big volume guy. Like mm. I can definitely just My- put it away. My volume hasn't been that great here lately, unless you're talking about steak or pizza. If it's mm. steak, oh, pizza, I'll take dude. on anybody when it comes to steak. Mm-hmm. Especially if my mm-hmm. father-in-law cooks it, because that man has done and set the standard for for my my steak attire. So, mm-hmm. uh, back to the tongue, pork tongue and beef tongue. It's it's got an outer layer to it. You got to pull off, otherwise you eat and you might as well be eating the. the Fucking piece now, I, just, I let these little Mexican people cook it for me at this restaurant. You can oh, order it off yeah. menu. Yeah, hell I just yeah. I get it. Put it on the sandwich. Yeah, we just go right, get the tongue tortoise. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever Ling they're way. shredding up and putting and putting in a in a tortilla, I'm eating. Look, I love a good damn organ meat. Matter of fact, we just bought half a cow a couple weeks ago, and I split it with my sister, and she don't eat no organ meat. But I got three huge packs of heart. I got, I must have 15 packs of, of uh, liver. I got the lung. I cannot wait to fry up some heart. Pork and beef heart, you slit it into little slits and you pan fry it in, in just some oil, some good vegetables, some high heat oil. You pan fry it. Man, that shit is good. That's well, you're else. only about five hours away from me, and I've drove a hell of a lot further than that to not catch fish. So. <laughs> Look, <laughs> hey, bring bring your ass down here. We we'll eat some liver, some liver lights, and some and some cow heart, and I'll take you to Jordan and Sharon Harris. I promise you, we'll catch something. Well, shit, there's a there's a QC event coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we we all just need to wind up at, at a campground somewhere with some black stones and some some. Thin sliced hearts. <laughs> I'm actually not going to be able to make that one. I'm not going to be able to meet. These oh, guys here, here we go with the. I'm going to be in Wilmington, pieces. man. I'm going to be in Wilmington on uh, vacation. Oh my, Raleigh, North Carolina, is so much better than Wilmington. You know, <laughs> just skip that day. Yeah, I'm my wife. My wife is going to be real happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's our anniversary too. Like our anniversary is is like the thirtieth. So. Uh, oh man, y'all I'm already have plenty. You've had plenty of anniversaries. Yeah. Once you've had two, you should have covered it by then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. So, Dustin, back to your fishing. I'm just kidding. We're fucking past fishing stories. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 fucked that little segment up. Oh yeah. Years ago. Years ago. Tori, Tori over at Hook Sense of Life is going to be disappointed that we went down so many rabbit holes. <laughs> well, 
she's going to be fine because we didn't talk about butt stuff. I'm pretty sure that's her cutoff. <laughs> I'm lost. I, I, I got nothing. That that was you would have to have been on a, a whole nother podcast that we were guest on. Uh, anyway, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Look, look. Speaking of Hookset's wife, Hookset's wife, whatever the hell, I can't remember. She she was drinking eleven oh, percent yeah. alcohol. <laughs> like if I mean, both. I'm, I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking eight percent white claw surges over here, and she was she was down in those little eleven percent wines in a can faster than I was. <laughs> These are all that was and killing me, and I didn't even notice it till one of y'all pointed it out that she was two handing it. <laughs> I know, I know. She should have just gone ahead. She said, "I got my one tonight." That one was gone in like the first 30 minutes and she was cracking open another. She should have just poured that shit in a Yeti cup and just rolled with it. Anytime I've ever heard of anybody drinking wine out of a can, I always think about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) When they do that episode where they're all drinking wine out of a can, it's fucking hilarious. I love that show. I I wasn't I wasn't really into wine out of a can. Where I grew up was always wine out of a box because one of my best friends growing up what was it? Stanza? What was it? Something. Anza. Franzia. It's Franzia. Like Franzia. Yeah. They Something always. Like and, oh, and yeah. so we'll, Slap the we'll, bag. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. We were in college and we'd go back home and we would, we would all end up at his house for whatever reason. And they had box after box after box of wine. And we would just, we would just, I mean, it Hammer would look, it. yeah. I mean, it would Ooh. look like an emptied out, uh, 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 bag. Oh yeah. <laughs> That bitch, we would drain it. The bag wine, the bag I, wine. I, I draw the line at wine, especially the the boxed IV bag wine. No. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, she's a wine connoisseur, but me, yeah, no, I, I I don't I don't do wine. Well, I I love wine. Not even with a nice steak. No. Nope. Oh, no, man, that's nice. They were some snooty some bitch at a fancy restaurant broke me of that kind of stuff. <laughs> did you throw up wine the next night? No, now oh. I did. I did get a super bad hangover from these great big bottles of wine. My my uncle went through this phase where he thought he was a wine connoisseur, and I really thought <laughs> he was going to come out. Of, I thought he was going to come out as an alternate lifestyle for a little while. Was it? But he had these great big bottles of really dry red wine. And before he got back home, me and my other uncle had already polished one off just to drink it. And I, I got wine drunk one night and had the worst hangover the next oh, day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sense. So I love, I love red wine. I love beer. But over the last about five, six years, that shit fucks me up so bad. That's why, honestly, that's why I drink these white claws and these white claw surges is because beer, I love beer. It fucks my stomach up. But I feel like somebody put a damn my, my air hose in my ass and shot it up for 30 minutes. I'm like, I'm bloated. I'm rolling around. Fucking stomach hurt. Can't eat. Fucks it, me up. It, That's why I drink White Claws. This shit don't, I don't get hangovers and it, and it don't make me feel like shit. I, I have to drink more of the higher quality craft kind of beers because if I drink like Coors Light where they use corn corn starch for their sugar 
it bothers my acid reflux real bad, and I can't. It gives me the worst indigestion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Corn syrup bad for that. Hey, I'll tell you what. People talk shit about white claws. If you you start drinking the surges, that shit will sneak up on your ass. That's eight percent seltzer water. Is all it? It's eight percent alcohol water. That's what it is. And you sit there, you drink four or five of those, and your ass, you you, you go into the moon. Oh, yeah. You might not know where the fuck you are because well, that shit is like Florida, drinking water. Nothing's off limits in Florida. I drink everything from Seagrams to damn Trulies. I don't care. So well, what's I, in the look, fridge? Okay, that's right. I don't I don't discriminate against alcohol if it's there and it's all you got. I'm drinking it and I will live with it. Mm-hmm. That's also why I'm fat as fuck. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> yep, we know. We know. Says the chocolate man. Right. Hand job adventures, aka the, the chocolate man. Chocolate. <laughs> it's going off the rails. <laughs> oh, but this bitch going off, off the rails. rails? <laughs> we're hour and forty minutes in, and we this is probably the podcast we've talked the least amount of fishing on. Hundred percent. Hey, I will tell you this: the good thing about this is, is that I won't get texts from my from my buddies that were like, you know, the podcast was really good, but I just tune out with the kayak talk. I don't have to worry about them tuning out with the kayak talk tonight, even though we got three kayak anglers on here because we really didn't talk about shit with kayaks or fish. We, we gave them the full compliment tonight. <laughs> sure did. I'll tell you what, man, that's, a, that's how this shit goes. This is why we focus on content creators because we literally never know where this shit's going to go sometimes. But the thing about this is, is fishing is just a part of content creation. You can create content. Oh, cats. Let's take cats because I love fucking social media cat content. Who doesn't? And, the and, internet and loves it. Bo, if you have a cat and you want to start creating viral content, take a 10 second video of your cat sitting there looking at you blinking. Post that shit. And there's a one in 10 chance it's going to go viral. It's viral. The weirdest <laughs> shit now that that freaks me out the most is the ASMR. Like the ASMR, like content as was a whole. Bond, was that bondage? What no, is that? ASMR. It's where you whisper the whole time. Yeah, and they like rub shit on the microphone and stuff. That's so. It it freaks me out. I don't I don't get it. I don't get the sensation that people say they get. And just like you're talking about. Like cats, dogs, they'll put like, they'll just feed dogs treats and just put the microphone right next to their face so that they hear all of like the chewing sounds. People love that shit. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. That's weird fucking content creation. Y'all hear how I'm talking right now? That's that's my fucking whisper. Yeah. If you ask me to whisper something in church, everybody's going to hear it. (laughs) I don't have no whisper mode. I have loud and fucking loud. Yeah. People people whisper and then they'll cut their beard with scissors so that it makes that sound. That's and creepy. I don't it's just fucking weird. I don't I don't get it. First the, of the all, only, you know the I'll only go, thing that really gets me about TikTok though is when shit gets super trendy and they just wear something out. Oh, it's like corn. Corn. It's the, corn. the damn corn song. Oh, <laughs> I about threw my phone, my phone in the toilet the other night. I'm like, it's like juicy. the first five videos of someone putting that fucking corn song over something. But 
I don't care about your dumb drinking fucking water. And it's like, it's got the juice. <laughs> Look, the song's catchy. Yeah, but it, it does is. have the juice. <laughs> nope. Look, I'm going to walk around in Crocs and play the, the corn song <laughs> and point it at my feet. It, 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 eating tongue. Get ham boners. Get ham boners. Shit, I should have been a comedian. <laughs> Look, that's the thing about being a comedian. There's no there's no age limitations. Rodney Dangerfield was wonderful. As an old man who didn't know where he was wearing a diaper shitting himself. I told my wife I was going to do a, a stand-up one night. And she said, what you going to do it on? I said, I'll see to her with her shitty parents. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. Have y'all, have y'all seen that TikTok in the background? Uh, the woman's like, if this is another one of your fucking TikTok videos, you hollering about that shit. That's my wife. I just can't catch her on video when I'm doing shit all the time because she's she knows. Like I try to catch her slipping and do some damn TikTok, and she's like, "I see your fucking. I see. I I can tell when you're not videotaping. <laughs> like, damn it. I try to scare. Her. I try to scare, her. and she's like, "I'm not getting scared when you're videotaping. She's so she's just not fun. I'm she's like, you sport. could be famous. She's like, yeah. I don't want to be famous. She could be. She could go viral." My wife went viral for her feet. Oh, shit. Make that money. She's got her, not her big toe, but the next two toes are webbed together. And she's got a tattoo on them, like the surgeons, like you would see like a a joke surgeon or like a cartoon where it's like the dashed line and like a cut here. (laughs) She's got that tattoo on her toes to like cut them in half. But like she posted a picture of that or a video of her taking her socks off and then showing her feet like seriously 150,000 views, like 12,000 likes, just feet talk all over it. That has nothing to do with the tattoo. Look. Oh yeah. You should I know. start an only fans page for her feet. You probably be millionaires. You could have retired by now. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife has a TikTok, but all of her TikToks is of me trying different types of peeps. And that's <laughs> like I'm some damn peep connoisseur, and that's that's her entire TikTok feed, and she's gotten thousands of views for for me being hypercritical over peeps. Look, look, uh, my fat ass husband eats peeps. That's it. That's exactly. That's exactly you, what it is. You can catch a ten pound bass and put it on there, and you get more views eating a pink peep. Eat, eating a damn peep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, well, works, uh, hey, again, that's why I told you. If you got kitty cats, take a picture, take a video of that fucking kitty cat, just post it. No music, no words, no nothing. Just post that shit. My most viral video had nothing to do with, with fishing or, or travel or nothing. It was a work video I posted. And it was just us taking mattresses down through a foyer of a of the, this old hotel in Asheville called the Grove Park Inn. Oh, yeah, I know yeah, Grove Park Inn. We're, we're dropping mattresses down, and we had to do it a certain way because it's a 100-plus-year-old hotel. They don't fit on the elevator, and they told us we can't just toss them over the side. 
So we've got this. We've got this. No, we got rednecks moving mattresses out. First thing you, you go back and find the video, you will see that's exactly what it's a redneck engineering at its finest. But we have got a, a ladder and a lift system that's made for shingles and solar panels. Uh-huh. And we are taking mattresses up and down this foyer in this hotel. And we had to like protect this old ass hundred year old stencil painting on the side. And I put that video up with the we're doing some sketchy shit sound, and it's got almost four million views on it. Damn, that's a lot. Hey, well, see, I knew I, I knew it was going to be something because I videoed it, and then the next day I heard the video coming from up on the balcony, and the housekeepers were like, "Hey, that's here," <laughs> and I turned around and went, "That's my video." <laughs> And, that, well, that's, and that's the day it hit like 1.5, and then it just went up from there, and I was like, holy shit. That's like Alex Rudd, like one of his first TikToks was him putting a Hobie drive in. It was like 10, 10 seconds or something. You can still find it. It's literally him putting – it might not have been a Hobie. It was some kind of drive he just put into a kayak, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And this thing's got like millions and millions of views. He says he'll every now and again he'll, he'll get a, a, an alert where there's like 250,000 views on this. That's that's the way that, that yeah. mattress video, every now and again I'll get a ding, someone liked your video, or someone made a smart-ass comment because they think they know more than you kind of thing. Of course. But I think, I think TikTok is throttling my videos because ever since then I haven't had a video, like I had a shark video that got like 1,500, but I think they're throttling me at like between two and three hundred, and I was like, "Shadow banned." Yeah, that's what I think it is. I don't know band. what I've done, but <laughs> that's what everybody thinks when they ain't getting. They ain't that's getting exactly abused. what I'm, and that's and that's the hill I'm dying on too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sh- I'm not unpopular. I'm shadow banned. There you go. There you Look, go. I, I I took that, so I, I looked and I thought and I saw. I was like, some of the most mundane, everyday, five to ten second bullshit is what's going viral. So a few weeks ago, I just started doing stupid shit like that. If you look at my TikTok, I'll say, y'all look, and all the y'all look videos are me literally going, y'all look, and me putting a nozzle into my gas tank. Or me opening my fucking door. Or me putting my truck into gear. They ain't going viral yet, but one day I'm going to hit. I might be 75 years old. I might not know who the fuck I am or where I am, but I'm going to make a tic-tac of me going to the, you know, pissing in the toilet. Next shit's going to go viral and I'm going to live my life in happiness. If you don't make the shirt of that meme I sent you about y'all look with the, about the movie from The Shining. When it's like he's like, here's Johnny, and he's using the axe to come through the door. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Look, Alex. That's Alex has plans. Hilarious. Alex has plans to make shirts. <laughs> Apparently, he's got some shit to actually spring pant shirts. And when he retires and he gets home, he's got all these plans. And I told him, I was like, Alex, when you get home, you're gonna be a stay at home dad and your wife is gonna put your ass to work. Oh yeah. But he's he's got all these shirt ideas, so I can't wait to see that comes up because the the y'all look shirts that Josh has made, they were a semi big hit. Like yeah. I got a bunch of people walking around and people send me, 
Matter of fact, Josh from Abide Fishing had one on one of his videos a couple weeks ago. So it's just nice that, you know, my face is on people's titties. Yeah, there you go. Let me find one. I'll rock that bitch. Well, you, you had your chance that they're done. You're going to have to buy it secondhand because Josh ain't making no more. I told him he should have numbered eBay. them. Bo, if they're going on eBay, you let me know because I will have reached the, the my mecca of, of starting them. <laughs> Pete. <laughs> well, my wife gets mad when I'm over there trying to do a video. She's, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, I'm fucking famous. Leave me alone. I, I told my wife, I said, I'm trying to be TikTok famous here. You. <laughs> my wife's like, you're not fucking 16 years old. Give it up. See, that's, that's the thing. Everybody thinks like this TikTok thing is like for like super young people, but uh, you know, I mean, the after Logan. anybody born after like the millennial generation, dude, anything that comes out, it's ours too. Because Whoa. fuck that shit. Like some of some of the most viewed content are old people doing shit. Yeah. They're literally just, we got our fingerprints on everything. Look, yeah. old people, old people doing something and cussing. If you're oh, above yeah. the age of 65 and you cuss in a video oh, and you post yeah. it on the internet. You're gonna get a. You're gonna get. You're not gonna get shadow banned. You're gonna be bumped up to the top. 100%. You know what the funniest one is? Have Have you seen the little old black lady that her daughter takes care of her? I think it's called Lottery or something. And she is uh, funny as hell. And she she'll let them have it. Like her daughter will say something, and she just rips into these kids. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. no. The funniest that I'm watching right now, and I can't get enough of is the lady that reviews cooking videos, but she's got the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah. I can't think of her name right now. Let me find it. Cause I, haven't, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I've let got, me find there's it. There's so many that come through on mine that come through all the time now that I was like, I, I don't even know why this person, I, I don't follow them. I haven't checked their page out. But it's like they are just pushing this one person on me, and it's like, so let me go click on their page, and they got like five million followers. I was like, "Oh, okay, I get it now." Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who the hell you are, but they like to they like to push it on 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 my channel. And for some reason, TikTok thinks I want to watch people make fucking tumblers. <laughs> but <laughs> like, because, I got because my buddy, because my, hey, hey, that's the redneck. That's a redneck status. Is when you got a tumbler that is made that has got that that stenciled you know abbreviation in your name. I don't name give a shit about shit. lift, laugh, love with some glitter and shit. Like when I God, first got TikTok, funny. I was watching my buddy's page and I'm like, okay, now that's okay. All right, I can watch that or get behind that. I open TikTok and it's like, okay, guys, we're going to turn this cup this way and then pour some resin on a dust. And I was like. How the fuck do I get to your side of TikTok over here? What you're watching? Like well, I don't I, care about tumblers and and 3D printing. I mean, 3D printing's cool. Don't get me wrong, but I can only watch someone make a bendy dragon so many times. <laughs> well, I think it's a sign that you need to start making tumblers. Mm-hmm. I got enough damn hobbies. If if I told my wife I was going to start making tumblers, <laughs> she might. Hey, look, this is what you do. You get her 
you you sell it to her that she needs to make tumblers and you just post the content she does all the work no i'm gonna i'm gonna stay married this week <laughs> I thought, no i don't think so I she's a, she's a, she, she doesn't leave the law that if i pick up another hobby i have to lose a hobby so but that's I'm not what I'm gonna, saying. make it her hobby well i'll i'll, I'll present it i'll I'll, when I when I talk to her tonight before I go to bed, I'm like, "Hey, so I need hey. idea." The Jabberhammer yeah. told me that yes. we're going to make Jabberhammer tumblers, and we're going to paint little fucking Crocs on them <laughs> <laughs> with balls, Crocs with balls. We're going to put Bass and Brews, and you need to have your own line of Bass and Brews Crocs. <laughs> well, if Crocs would like holler at me, we can make them. I would do it. I'm trying to find this video. I have saved all of her videos I've ever seen, and none of them are coming up. But I know that she said at one point that some of hers were getting, like, taken off, I guess because she was mean. I don't know. They're not mean. But anyway, it's a lady that reviews cooking videos, and she's got the, uh, what the fuck's it called? It's a filter. She's, yeah, she's yeah. a Statue of Li- yeah. Liberty filter, and she's reviewing it, and it is funny it's as absolute so good. fuck. Have well, now I'm gonna have to go find it. Or now that you've said it, it'll just automatically come across my page. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it will. Actually, no. What's gonna come across your page, your Google, and your Facebook ads are all gonna be tumblers now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> People make a shit ton of money if they make tumblers and they put like stuff inside of them for gentlemen when they're <laughs> both. How much? How much would a tum? How much? How many tumblers could you sell? Hand boner tumblers. Yeah, if you if you make them like personal device, <laughs> <laughs> you'll see them sitting there turning on the rack, and you, Dustin, <laughs> Dustin, when you talk the- to your wife, when you talk to your wife tonight, Dustin, say, baby, I have the best idea I've ever had. I say, I'm changing, I'm changing my name to Hand Job Adventures. And we're going to make tumblers with hand job adventures, and they're going yeah. to be all sexual innuendos. And 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 listen, I've got this really cool tool called a, a sawzall, and what we're going to do is attach a tumbler to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the that's one it. Guy, there was that, one guy that had like a deformed hand where he only had like it was like these two fingers, and it was like all one finger, and he had a thumb, and he would just like post videos of it. And women would comment endlessly as like, just make a toy and be a millionaire. And I think he actually did. I, I never really like followed up with it, but like, holy shit. Look, this is what you got to do. Your wife makes the tumblers and then you cut them up on the bandsaw. There you go. All right. you how well it cuts instead of holds water. It, you remember the guy years ago that used to take Yeti coolers and cut them in half? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he went viral for that crap. Right, I got a song that'll do that. I'm gonna I cannot find damn it. I, like I don't know how to work TikTok to find shit. I've liked all of her videos, but they're not there. But anyway, fuck that because I'd be here all night trying to find that shit. Um uh, this this is this has been fun as fuck. What else we got to talk about? I mean, I could go on like this for another two or three hours. Yeah, we've we've already covered everything from traveling to Solves all sex toys, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know, we ain't talked a lick about fucking fishing except no. for your, your 
Nope. I, I mean, the only fishing content that we talked about was Vinny and his gel hair at three o'clock in the morning at the boat ramp. That's the only fishing content we've talked about. Yeah, I mean, hey, is what it is. Hey, you know, that's what happens, but this has been fun. What else do we have to talk about? Otherwise, we're going to have to start answering, asking questions, and you're going to have to start answering them, Dustin. Well, that's all right. I'm, 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 a, I'm an open book, so careful what you ask. Have you listened? How many episodes of this podcast have you listened to, Dustin? How far Ooh. back have you gone? Quite a bit. I've got a, I've got a revolving section of podcasts, and it's like Rogan followed by Bass and Brews and then a couple others that filter in there. For us to be named behind Rogan, we've made well, it. I'm, I'm on the road so much, whether it be for fishing or for work, that uh, I don't even turn the radio on in my car. I just turn on Spotify. And then I, I, I literally have five or six podcasts that are in rotation when mm-hmm. I listen to the newest one of that one, I go to the next one. And that's basically how I get through my week without suicide. Most of mine, so I do a lot of driving too during the week. And, and majority I listen to, majority I listen to a fishing podcast. I don't listen to much outside of that. My time allocated uh, to listening fits, fits into the fishing podcast that I like and enjoy. So I don't listen to much outside of that. But that's the great thing about podcasts, right? So, you know, we've talked about growing the YouTube channel. And we're like, why the fuck would we grow the YouTube channel? I mean, we get some decent views on YouTube, especially when they're a YouTube-centric person. But people like the podcast platform is a way for people to be able to listen and not be there, if that makes sense, right? Like, it can be background noise. They can cook. They can drive. Uh, you know, they can they can turn it on. Their wife starts hollering at them or asking them to do shit like they can do all these things and you can listen to podcasts. You don't you, you don't have to be engaged visually. And I think it's fun sometimes on these podcasts, on our podcast, to be engaged visually, but not really. I mean, we're, we're just three three people sitting around here shooting the shit. Right. Uh, there's nothing. We're not showing diagrams or anything like that. Now, when we do the bean boozled. And we do the, the the one chip challenge. People probably should tune into that shit visually. Well, if, if anybody is, is is watching my stuff for educational purposes and they get something out of it, good on you. Because I'm not I'm not trying to be Professor Huggy. I'm not. I don't. That's not my forte. I won't. What I want to do is go on a trip and adventure and take you with me. I don't. I don't want to be a, a teacher or, I mean, if I go somewhere that I think is cool, I'll explain where I'm at and what I'm doing and, and what's going on in the area. But it's never, it was never intended to be an educational channel. So. All right. For, for the folks that ain't country, he said, I'll, I'll explain. But the way he said it, it sounded like he said Alex. But he said, I'll explain. <laughs> I'll explain. I'll explain. It's all one word. See, when you're country, we talk we talk so slow that we got to combine all of our vowels into a word. So if you spelled out the word that we said, it would make no sense. It it, it would look like hieroglyphic. Look like a never ending sentence. 
<laughs> now how somebody just hits all the keys on the button. <laughs> what the hell did he say? Oh, he said yeah, I'm fixing to go get something. <laughs> I've been meaning to do this. I've been meaning to do this, and I haven't yet. I so since I'm driving a lot, I try to to text to talk. And when I text to talk, some of the shit that this phone puts out there is absolutely ridiculous. And I have I have yet to do it to take screenshots because you know I'd have to create say this is what I said, this is what it said. I have texted some shit to my wife before. And don't look. I just text it and, and say send, right? It sends it. An hour later, I get something back of like, you know, I got my headphones on and Siri will send a, a, a text from wife. Damn it, Siri, shut the fuck up. She'll say text from wife and it'll read out, what What the hell did you just call me? <laughs> you would think you would think Apple and, and Android would have like, Appalachian mode, like you, yeah, you would have to like select what state you're from before. (laughs) Well, (laughs) when it comes to my smarter than me phone, I am just screwed either way because I got the big clumpy thumbs. So my text to speak ain't much better than me hitting three buttons at the same time on that thing. So look, I'll be texting her goodnight, I love you, and it'll come out kiss my ass. I can't tell you how many times I text somebody back and because I, I say, you know, love you to my wife so much that I'll text them back and at the end it'll say love you. Or oh, God. my dumb ass, <laughs> my dumb ass will be talking to text, driving down the road. I'll say, okay, blah, 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 I love you. And it sends. I'm like, wait, 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 take, take back, take back. You can't take that shit back. Whenever I'm on the phone and I get off, I'm like, all right, later. And every time someone will say, well, I love you too, because they think I'm saying love you when I say bye, I can say later. My, my aunt's the worst. So I'll, I'll call her and she'll say, why'd you tell me you love me? I was like, I didn't, but I do, but I didn't. <laughs> it's like, well, you, you got to open your mouth and move your tongue when you talk, Dustin, or it don't come out. So that's that's oh, another yeah. thing that I'm actually working on with my YouTube is me no talkie so good, and I'm trying to get better at it because – when I listen touchdown to touchdown bills, touchdown bills, Josh alert, I'm on commercials here. Look, man, look, hit that fast forward button. It's a fucking hotel that don't have a fast forward button. Well, look, it's got it, porn it, and football. That's it. Well, your internet <laughs> service, Alex, Alex, his, uh, your look, Alex blames his poor internet service on his shitty phone that he's got. Apparently, your internet service has been flawless. Mm-hmm. I will. That's the one I will not talk. I will not dump shit on this phone. I got this phone is I use this phone for filming, vlogging, editing, all kind of shit. What phone is it? The uh, Samsung Ultra 21 Ultra. You know what? You're in timeout. All right, guys, for folks that are listening and not watching, I just I'm a Samsung guy, too. Oh, my God. I'm going to be on this podcast by myself. (laughs) So. Well, well, I'll go back to creating content. Uh, 628 Dirt Rooster. He's a, a beekeeping guy. And he's, you know, 100-something thousands. He's awesome, awesome, awesome. You don't even have to like bees to watch his shit because he's very good at what he does. And he used to record all of his content on an iPhone. And that was it. And and what he put out was was phenomenal. 
and just as good, if not better, than the people that had all these cameras set up. And he mm-hmm. had a fucking iPhone, and he used the iPhone because he was getting honey and shit on it, and bees were stinging it, and it was easy to clean and stuff, but he used the iPhone. You don't need GoPros. You don't need Canons. You don't need all these fancy cameras. You can do shit. As long as that bitch records video and audio, you can put shit out there that people will watch. And I will say this with 4K and 5K and all that, you need to have clear pictures that can't, you know, these videos that look like motherfucker took that shit on a, on a razor flip phone back in 2006. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's not it. But damn, any, I use iPhone. Any iPhone in the last six years will take good enough quality video that that shit's sharp and clear. That goes for probably any most of your phones over the last five years. I've, I've gotten to where I really only use the GoPro when when I'm either on the boat or something that's potentially sketchy that'll destroy my phone. Uh, that's other than that, my phone has been my primary recording tool. One of the uh, one of the YouTubers that I watch a lot is one of the van life guys up in Canada. Everything he shoots is on his iPhone. Everything. Mm-hmm. And it other than his drone work and it's spectacular. You know? Yeah, that's the thing about editing though, is like for me, I don't like to edit. I don't want to spend a lot of time editing. If you're good at editing, you can you can create some epic shit. And so I think there's <clears throat> so in fishing, you either gotta catch big fish you got to be entertaining or educational or, or a combination of those three in fishing. But in general, to put out good content in general, you either got to have really, really good production or that shit's got to be raw. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've got to touch the people that, you know, you think about a lot of the people that are watching YouTube in a fishing sense are just getting into it. But like being either raw raw, raw dog, raw dog, or putting out that really good content that's highly produced. I'll give you a good example. Joe LaBarbera, who's been on the podcast good time, he's putting out some shit right now that that is phenomenal on content, on on the production side. It's great. But then you have other people that put out, like Greg. Greg does great production stuff, but his stuff's still real raw. I mean, Mm. there's nothing special to what he's doing. But you know, I mean, you 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 gotta you gotta figure out what you're good at doing and doing it. When I when I first started the Project Fifty stuff, I wanted it to have a raw, self shot look. Mm-hmm. And now I'm getting to where I want it a little more refined, a little more smooth. I enjoy the editing process. I'm just not where I think I need to be to make a quality product, and that's. That's one thing that I've, I've actually been working on behind the scenes. Like, I'll set up my phone and shoot clips of me doing stuff just to try to find a cool angle or, or something different and how I can merge it with another clip. And I'm, I'm on the verge of taking an editing class just to hone that skill to make it a little bit better because I know I'm not that great at it. You know, at first, the, the self-shot raw footage – I felt was the way I wanted to go, but now I think I want something a little more polished when, when it comes to, to my YouTube channel. It can definitely well, see, be tedious. Like just because yeah. you're, you're looking through hours, you know, when I go out on the, on the water and I'm, you know, looking at my, my day, 
in the editing process, like I'm looking at eight plus hours sometimes of, of raw footage and, you know, obviously GoPros break it down into like 20 minute segments, but like, or 20 minute loops, but still you're looking through hours and hours and hours of, of content. And you're just like, did I talk during this clip? Did I catch a fish during this clip? When did I catch the next fish? You know, and that's, that's a tough part. And, and really having to go through all of that step by step to make sure you don't miss anything. And then it's that process of like, all right, going back through after you've kind of done your initial cut, like, all right, do I want that little clip in there? That little bit of B roll? Do I want that? You know, do I want to conclude this fish? Do I really care about that? If it was like a, a if I caught a bunch you know, it, it's a definitely a different process when you're when you're looking through that much raw footage and and trying to figure it all out. Because, you know, I don't I, when I'm fishing, especially in a tournament, I don't want to have to sit here and and hit the record button. Or if I'm fighting a fish, I don't want to have to worry about like, oh my god, is my camera on? I just leave that shit on. It just rolls for eight hours. You know. Yeah, and so I I've done both ways, but for me, I'm again. I've said it uh, 35 million times. I don't, don't want to do all that shit. So I say GoPro start recording, GoPro stop recording. Mm-hmm. I use that that voice command function a lot. So I miss I miss hook sets. Now, if I'm on some fish, I'll leave it recording. But I'm always stopping and starting my recordings. So when I download that stuff, when I go to look at it, because once you take it out of the Go, out of a GoPro, GoPro platform, if you highlight it, those highlights are gone. And so I stop and start my GoPro a lot through the voice commands. And even so, if, if I want to get some casting in in the morning or you know whatever, I'll mm. do that. But so I stop and start and stop and vice versa my recordings. So when they download, I know somewhere usually within that 10-minute, five-minute time frame, that's what I need. And then I pick out all the shit that I want in the video. I cut it out, and I put it in a program. And then I watch the program, and then I start taking it down. And so I think Hambone, you and I talked about this. We talked about this, too, with um, with Hookset with Ryan's. My videos are like 10, 10 to 15 minutes in length. So I'll take out all the shit out of that initial editing. I put it in there, and then I watch the video. And I'm like, yeah, this this is superfluous, or this is you know this isn't interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the fish catches are number one. Second, any fuck ups, backlashes, oh, yeah. getting fuck hung up, getting hung. You know, me doing some stupid shit. That's always in there, and that's kind of what I put into mine. There's no, there's not a lot of cinematography to that. But I will mm-hmm. say, Dustin, going back to what you said about making, you know, your content, um, you know, I guess more professional is the way that I put it. A lot of that too is about how you shoot it. And so, if you ever, t- if you've ever taken a cinematography class or, um, you know, any kind of uh, photo class, they talk about the angles of your shots. They talk about the thirds and shit like that. So, so many of those shots that stuff that make the, 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 the thing good is that camera angle and learning the camera angles and learning the thirds and how to, how to frame shots. 
like that right there will cut down on editing time because you had that shot framed out. So, I mean, there's a lot to learn. And you see this too. You hear this with people in fishing, especially that have some kind of marketing background or they have some kind of photography background. Their shit's usually good because they know how to frame the shots real well. Mm-hmm. And so they just edit it out. But editing is an art art on its own. Yeah, the, the for me, the editing is, is where I start playing mind games with myself. It was like, like he said, you'll start with an eight-hour clip. You get it cut down to ten minutes, and then you've watched that ten-minute clip twenty times. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that sucks. No one's gonna watch that. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that in. And before you know it, you've got a five-minute clip. You throw that on YouTube, and you just pray someone's gonna make it through the whole five minutes because you shortened it down for their attention span, even though. You talked yourself out of five minutes of extra footage that you thought was okay. But I'm good with that because I on a new YouTube channel, I'm probably going to watch five or less minutes mm-hmm. the majority of the time. That's and, that's where my you, mindset is, is. But see, as you grow your audience, as you grow your audience, you can start to increase those videos yeah. and, and you get better at it. I mean, every every single person that has done anything on video editing and creating these videos, say all your early videos are going to suck. Yeah. But as you get along, first of all, you, you realize who your audience is. So then you start making videos for that audience. And then that's when you start going it out. And you know, that's, that's a, that's a big touchdown digs, touchdown digs. Buffalo just took the lead 31 to 10. 31 to 10. Damn. Hey, yo. Um, but, you know, you know that's the, that's the hard part about it is there's a huge learning curve that most people have to take in the editing side, figuring out who, who their audience is, figuring out what they want. Most people give up before they figure that out. A and, lot of people give up before they even get close to it. Some people give up a video or two away. Mm-hmm. It's just being consistent. Again, this podcast, we put it out once a week, every week. Every now and again, we'll throw in a bonus episode, a live episode. Our whole thing was we're going to put out an episode a week. We're not going to miss it. Doesn't matter. We're going to put out an episode. And uh, Ramon Outdoors talks about this a lot for his stuff. It's about consistency. And start off slow. Once a month, you can always add more. If you start out once a week and then you quit putting it out once a week and you start putting it once a month, you know, people aren't going to invest. Yeah, that's, that's, they're not going to invest their time. On the algorithm, that's backing up. And what, what I try to do is I've, I've only done it a couple times where I haven't dropped some kind of video once a week in the long form content. But now that they've done these short videos, I've been trying to sprinkle a short end and play with that a little bit throughout the week. And the short videos have actually brought me over a hundred different subscribers since I've started uh, putting out short videos. I had one short video got almost ten thousand views. So, yeah. Very nice. well, so you can yeah, you can take a ten minute video and you can create thirty shorts off right. of that ten minute video. And so the people are going to those shorts. So the this is why TikTok is what it is. This is why Facebook is pushing their reels. This is why Instagram is going away from the old Instagram model to reels because those short videos are what people want to watch because what are they doing? They got their thumb mm-hmm. and they're going they're up, their up, phone up, and they're... up, 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 
And then they stop and are like, oh, shit. So that short shit gets people engaged, and then it gets them into maybe watching long-form content. And now that's too- Sorry. Now mm-hmm. YouTube has fixed the the issue where if they watch a short video, it will recommend your channel to them, or mm. they'll tell you that the short video came out of one of your other videos. So that's it is bridging a gap that I think is is pretty cool. And for me, for my plan going going forward is I'm gonna just make a stack of content. Like I'll make like. 30 or 40 short videos and just leave them in the can and then just drop one every other day. And then on Saturday or Sunday, drop my long form content. And I've noticed that, that Hambone and some of the others always drops theirs on the weekends too. I try to be real cognizant of when they drop because I don't want to drop on top of them. But my thing is my internet at my house sucks. So I have to go to my in-laws house to upload my videos so I've spent all week working on this video, and I've got it on my phone, so I have to run to my in-laws while I'm hanging out at their house. So if I have a video drop, and it just happens to be five or ten minutes after one of the other guys that, that I hang out with or talk to, it's not intentional. It's just that's when I have the ability to drop the video. Cause but, but, it, but you can't look at it like that because yeah. there's so much dropping now, like mm-hmm. dropping on top of people or – doing podcasts on top of people like that stuff doesn't fucking matter, man, because it's the people are going to watch your stuff and they're going to have it queued up. You just said you have your podcast queued up. You're going to listen to podcasts every day and you're going to run through them. When you run through them, you're going to back up. So I do the same thing. I started doing this with TikTok and I take my TikTok and post it straight to Instagram. I've got 30 drafts of TikTok videos right now. And they're fishing, they're me doing dumb shit, they're my crushing business. And I've been I've been posting two to four times a day and but and on that. And so I just I create them, I put them in drafts, and I just go through and pick one and I post it throughout the day. Now on oh, here's a here's something I just learned. On Facebook, you can get compensated on your reels on Facebook, hmm. but you don't get the views and I'm throwing air quotes for people who aren't watching, if it's got a, if you post it straight to Facebook with a TikTok. um, If it's got the water mark on it. Yep. Mm. It doesn't get it. So I have to create a whole nother thing, but, but that's fine. So I record everything with my phone and then I put it in the TikTok goes Instagram. And then I make, make something similar that goes on the Facebook, but you can make money on your reels on Facebook. Now I have made like twelve cent this Rolling. month. This Rolling. month, I, I'm telling you, and I don't think you get That's paid out. That's money right there. Yeah, I don't think you get paid out until you you make a hundred, and then at the hundred dollar mark. So yeah. I'll, I I won't hit that anytime soon. But in general, creating content and and bookmarking it so that you have it so that you can put it out. Mm-hmm. I'm a you have either putting quality content out, you know, less often. Right now, I'm just putting shit out because that's what the fuck. Look, I don't care if I make money. That's the whole thing. I don't give a shit. This podcast, Alex and I would do this podcast if we had one listener. We would still do it because of the people we get to meet. 
But we also know that there's an opportunity. If we continue to grow, there's an opportunity to make and, and buy some money. There's opportunity for us to get better microphones. There's opportunity to just make better to get better cameras. Like there's stuff to make the podcast better for the people who have invested time to listen to goddamn two plus hours of bullshit. Total like, bullshit. Yeah, total bullshit. <laughs> but if they're going to listen, high quality bullshit. Yeah. No, no, high quality terrible. total bullshit. Semi professional yeah. amateur shit. That's right. That's right. Well, it ain't even that. We are we're like below semi pro. Well, in, until recently, I I've really had no desire to do the monetization thing. But mm-hmm. then I thought, you know, if, if I could take it a little more serious and, and edge that way, maybe I could sub- subsidize at some point, or even hopefully that I could do this full time. Well, well, but just think about it. This is the way I think about it. If we start making a hundred dollars a month, if I start making a hundred dollars a month on social media bullshit, and I enjoy doing it, and I'm making content that I enjoy, that's a hundred dollars that I wouldn't be making. Any other? Who cares how much it is? Now, if you want to make a living on this, that's a whole different mindset. But for me, if I make any amount of money that I can put into my bank account from fishing content, from doing stupid shit around the house, you know, from whatever it is, from, from smoking meats, why wouldn't I do it? It's a hundred dollars. Then to the year, that's twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred dollars, that's that's like a day and a half at, at Carowinds. Or that's that's me buying my wife a gift. Like it's it's a side gig. And how you that's the most do this shit anyway, and you can make a little bit of money. Why not make it? Why not monetize it? Yeah, I mean, I that's, mean, that's the whole thing. Nobody wants, not everybody wants to be a professional YouTuber. But if you can make a hundred, couple hundred dollars a month, bro, that shit adds up. Two thousand dollars at the end of the year, man, you can do some fun shit with two thousand fucking dollars. Yeah, yeah, All right, look, we have been two hours and twenty-four minutes. We have great retention rate. And usually it's because of the dumb shit we say mixed in with fishing content where they might learn something. Well, th- these motherfuckers that are still listening right now ain't learned a fucking thing about fishing this whole pod- podcast. So they're just here for the entertainment. Well, we're teaching them how to market sex toys in a different way with the tumblers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a marketing wa- class at this point. Well, your wife is going to lead us on that journey. Well, I'm, a, I'm, a, well, I'm on my phone now. I just call her and put her on speakerphone. Hey, uh, what what is your wife's tiki tack? What what is she most active on? Uh, probably TikTok. What's her tic tac? I don't know. He we'll get that. No, I, I mean yeah, I mean I'll tell you what it is. Uh, it's yeah. like T hug or something like that. I don't I don't even remember what her, her what her actual handle is. Oh, hold on, hold on. Your wife's tic tac account is T hug, aka thug. So, <laughs> she, our our last name is Hug H U G G, and when she used to work in one of her professional careers, her email was T Hug at whatever company she worked for. And every time she got an email, the first line was "I love your email" because it was Hug <laughs> at Thug. like whatever the rehab or whatever place was she was working so for. <laughs> so, 
Oh, that's, yeah, we, there it is. We, we, there we've it is. been calling her Thug since we've gotten married. So look, Thug Tumblers. Thug Tumblers. <laughs> All right, get it. we are going to get to the actual part of Bass and Brews, and and unless I deleted, nope, I didn't delete them. All right, this 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 is the only scripted part of this shitty podcast right here, Dustin. We're going to roll with it. Hambone, if you want to throw some questions in or if you remember a question that you would like to ask Dustin, just raise your hand and interrupt me. Okay. Uh, you're Feel free to ask. And if you want to create your own questions, your guest co-host, this is your show. You can do that too. But we're going to start the, the, the Q&A side of this podcast. And the first question, we've kind of already covered this. All right, here's the deal. Dustin, I'll ask you a question. Hambone, ask you a question. It's there's no um thinking or this or that. You you, you got to answer the question. All right. I do great. So, at true or false. All right. Well, great. This is true false. Just it's not all true false. Crocs or flops? Flops. I'd rather be barefooted than either one of them, though. Well, yeah. Hey, I go barefoot so much. Sometimes I get my truck and I drive to the gas station or I drive to the brewery <laughs> or I go somewhere. And I get out of my truck, I'm like, motherfucker, I ain't got no shoes on. None. You know what? I don't give a fuck. I still go in there with no shoes on. You know how many how many times people have said anything to me? Zero. I, I didn't wear anything other than boots until I got married. So I, I didn't <laughs> even own a pair of tennis shoes until I got married. Look, I go barefoot so much, my corns, my corns are an inch and a half thick. You got the juice. But I <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. Oh my god! How do we make a TikTok? Look, it's not a, it. It, it's not a bass and bruise if I don't show my feet. <laughs> How do we make a TikTok with oh, my corns? My god, cone? it's cone. Oh my god, we got to do that. Somebody, all right, if if you were still listening and you can help, and Hambone, you might can do this. We need to make a, it's cone. It's we need to make a TikTok of my feet, my foot corns to the it's cone song. We got to do that. Little boy saying, "Once I realized it was real, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you all about it." All right, most beautiful pine- thing I've ever seen. <laughs> pineapple on pizza? Hell no. We can, we can I'll, that's a, I'll, I'll go to my grave on that one. But are you fighting anybody if they order pineapple on pizza? No, do you. I don't care what you ordered, but don't put it on my shit. If you show up at somebody's house and they got pineapple on pizza, you just said you'd eat the hell out of pizza. Would you still eat it if it was free? I'd pick the pineapple off. Pineapple on pizza is some communist shit. I would eat the hell out of it because I'm I'm not a huge pineapple person, though. I, I, I can take or leave even fresh pineapple, though. That's kind of me. Look, if I show up somewhere and there's pineapple on pizza, I'm giving my wife the whole fucking pizza. You know what I mean? Y'all yeah, my, I mean? my wife loves ham and pineapple pizza. But, dude, do you know what I mean about pineapple and wives? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I get to – got to turn it upside down. <laughs> what, no, you can turn that shit upside down, too, but just in general, pineapple on pizza, wives. Yeah. And BJ's and yeah, I got, I got the, I got okay. the pineapple. Okay, there we go. Yeah, if, I, if we show up somewhere and they got pineapple and pizza, I'm like, this is my wife's extra large. Here, honey, eat all this. Enjoy. Yeah, eat all of it. Yeah, ain't, ain't shit gonna happen. So it don't put matter. it on the right, you... 
I'm gonna make you a pineapple tumbler when I start. <laughs> oh, a pineapple infused tumbler. So every time she drinks out of it, there you go. She's drinking pineapple. Yeah. Got it. Somebody okay. is gonna take somebody's gonna take all these ideas tonight. They're gonna write them down. They're gonna be billionaires, and we're gonna be on this podcast a year from now making negative twenty dollars. It's the same people that's gonna report us too and take our ideas and then report us for our actions. Look, bitch, <laughs> can't nobody report nothing on, on this podcast. We we are upfront about the degenerativeness of what we are. All right, spin more on a rod or real. Do what? Spin <laughs> this bitch is country, he still can't understand me. You gonna spend more on a rod or a reel? Oh, rod for sure. I, I, I can, I can, I can take one of my four hundred dollar FXs and put a Zebco on it and be okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. So Alex, Alex is a real guy, and I just did a podcast that a couple weeks ago with Armando from Basscock and Beers, and I had to take the the real side because of Alex. But yeah, I think I think there I are times it. where you, if you get specific, there are times where one's better than the other. I, I'm starting to get on the Shimano bandwagon. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm spending a little a bit wagon. more. But I used I used an Abu Garcia Black Max for my spinner baits for the longest time. Yeah. And anybody know that's a damn thirty dollar hunk of shit, but it it worked. No, no that bitch is fifty nine dollars now, buddy. No. <laughs> yeah, but I mean the the you can take but like you said, you can take a Zebco and put it on the right rod and you can still skip that shit, skip a jig, unless you're yeah. me. You can still skip a jig and and with that the right rod, but if you don't have the right rod, you can't feel anything. I I would still be using that that black max if I hadn't done a, a pay it forward thing when I got a new one. I gave it to to somebody that didn't have one. You know, I'd mm. still have it. Well, I'll tell you this: if you can't skip a jig with a Zebco, you might as well fucking give up fishing because that bitch don't backlash. <laughs> that's, that, that's a that's a that's a <laughs> You just gave me an idea for a video. We're going <laughs> to skip Zebcos. I like it. I like it. I tried. I, I skipped. I skipped a, a, a sassy stick with a, a kitty rod that basically has a Zebco on it. <laughs> but show that's like that's that's like the bass fishing equivalent of money shot is yeah. skipping <laughs> a kitty rod and a Senko. Look, I'll go ahead and tell you. I'm not. So I'm. I'm a. I'm not a good caster. I can't skip worth a fuck. But you don't, don't ever have to skip boat or anything anyway, because all the but, you yeah, don't have got, any docks. Yeah, so when we get the docks. You talk about people banging against shit and throwing shit against pontoons and docks. That's me. I don't. I'm not a good. I'm not a good caster. I'm a bomber. I, I like to fish where I just fucking throw that shit up. My drop when I fish a drop shot. I'm throwing that bitch as far as that little damn spinning reel will take it, and I'm doing it. Now, if I can drop on them, yes, but I'm not a good caster at all. I would never claim to be. I, I'm a bomb caster. That's what I like to do. I like to throw that bitch like. That's what I like to do. Skipping I'm a bait caster, I'm okay at. But if I use my one of my spinning reels to skip a duck, I'll hit the tonsils on that bitch. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, because it's easy. You ain't fucking that bit, bitch up. All right, in a three-hour session, you want to catch five two-pounders or one seven-pounder? One seven. My Boy. man. Yep. I want to catch a big one. 
I mean, I think even in a tournament, seven pounder, you're 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 catching a check for big fish. So, and I've got a stack of little fish trophy, so I might as well try for a big fish. <laughs> this son of a bitch. Let me tell you a quick story about the Sharon Harris. Uh, I know. Okay, where going. okay, okay. Time out. Time out. Background. Background on the story that's coming up. Queen City has a little a small fish, fish pot. pot yes. Small fish pot. So yep. they not only have the big fish, and then you get the winner. They have a small fish pot. So mm-hmm. this is fun. This is funny because you know if you catch a smallies, you're like, let me let me dial down to this sixty four ounce jig and I try to catch. I shit you not. That that small fish pot will pay for your fishing trip. Oh, the uh, year before last, two hundred, three hundred bucks. Uh, the the year before last, when I actually did well and I won the fish off to get in the TOC. I made almost over a thousand dollars, and most of it was on small fish pots. That's fucking phenomenal. So More people should guy, that. All right, Hambone, tell us about this, this guy. This fucking guy. So we're on Sharon Harris, and you're thinking Sharon Harris is just giants. You know, you're just you're catching big fish all day long. Well, I think I, I fished the first day. I had a. I think my fish was like. <laughs> maybe Sorry, six and a half up. inches or like six and a quarter. But to get that six and a quarter, I took the fish and I put it diagonal. This story caused a fucking rule change. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, took, I took the fish. I put the nose of the fish in the bottom corner of mm-hmm. the board. And then I started pinching the tail but I was pinching the tail basically at the fish's asshole and just moving is making the fish as short as I possibly could. <laughs> and there was nothing Pinch, against that in the There room. was no <laughs> rules. So I've, I've literally, this fish looks, I mean, it is like almost bent in half because I'm trying to get it to make as short as possible. And I think I had like short fish going into the second day. And then this son of a bitch comes in and what did you catch the bo- the the small fish on? Like you were just it like. Was, it was a, the, the, the Ned Dizzy on a really small jig head. <laughs> like I think hey guys, I, even hey guys, the, I think this, I kept the Ned oh, Dizzy oh. in half. Hold on, hold what on. I did. guys. This is small bass. This isn't brim. This no. isn't some a perch or any bullshit. Like this is small bass. Yeah, like six. I think it was like six and a quarter inches is what I had, and uh, going into the first, like after the first day, and then you caught that little one on the second day, right? Or did you catch yeah, it on the right, first day? Right when it started piss pouring rain too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yep. in a damn hurricane on the second day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and so I'm going to the I'm going to the way, and I'm like, oh, there's no way he caught a fish smaller than that. There's no fucking way. <laughs> and then Vinny calls his day for small bass. I'm like, motherfucker! I was like a quarter inch smaller than yeah. him. Yeah, like, I didn't know that he had bent his fish. Oh, up, dude! And I did the it. same fucking thing. <laughs> and we had no clue till the way in, and we talked about, and we walked in, and Vinny said at the same time, he said. You motherfuckers just caused the rule change. <laughs> like Vinny got us at the same time walked into the into the banquet room. I was like, we don't know. <laughs> so good. But so the funny good. thing is, that same bait, I caught my biggest fish of the tournament and the smallest on the mm. exact same bait. I caught like a nineteen and a half in the grass across the cove from where I was fishing the day before. And it was the exact same Ned Dizzy setup I was using. Well, there ain't no grass at Sharon Harris anymore, well, so y'all can fucking yeah. forget this shit. 
Hey, what what would a Queen City tournament be without Gale Forest Hurricane winds? I would I would wonder who didn't sacrifice the the, the goat that year because it's either blistered titty cold or hurricane or like the second day on Sharon Harris. If you were twenty feet from the bank, you couldn't see the bank. Yeah, that that's how hard it was raining that second day. (laughs) And look, Sharon Harris. If you get north or south winds on Sharon Harris, it's it's the fucking Bering Sea. That, place, that was the first that, time I'd ever been to Sharon Harris too. Was that two day tournament? Yeah, that's that's it's a small lake, and so if you so east and west winds, you can get on one side or the other of the lake, and in some of the small creeks, and get away from it. But if that shit's north and south, you you're mm-hmm. you, you better have your crab boots on because you're getting fucked up. But that was also that was probably my fourth small fish award for that year alone. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, those, those little bastards pay for my fishing trips, so I'll take them. And I make oh. and I make TOC, so fuck it. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, that's uh, you make a thousand dollars in in a in a kayak fishing trail off a small fish. That's that's fucking. I mean, that, you, dude, that's a thousand dollars. The craziest, the nice. craziest one was on Santee Cooper, the 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 <laughs> land of dinosaurs. I caught a damn six inch on Santee Cooper. <laughs> And that fucking plaque is hanging on my wall in my office. <laughs> proud, proud as freaking punch, man. I was... That's funny as hell. That is all, we. I didn't know we had the small fish champ. Oh yeah. Oh, small fish champ. 100%. I, 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 I mean, listen. I get. I now. I take a trap set up with an inline met spinner in me. <laughs> yes. If I see fry schooling, I'm, I'm throwing it out of them to see if I can get them to run it out of the bush. So we've we've had Jordan Marshall, who is the AOI champ of all. He's won AOIs every fucking where he's been, and now we've got Dustin uh, Hand Job Adventures, who is the small fish champ. Playing with those small ones. <laughs> all right, wacky rig or Texas rig? Uh, back in the day, probably Texas, but the more I use the wacky, I've I've, I've started liking it a lot more. The sassy? Are you throwing the sassy? Absolutely. If, I, if I'm going to throw a Senko style bait, I'm just going to use a sassy stick. Mm. Y'all going to make me buy some of these fucking the only, sticks. The, the only one that I use other than that one is this black and blue squirrel yum that I use for night fishing. Oh, so I'm a, I'm a yum dinger fan. I love the yum dinger. They, they're tough. They hold on. You know, I don't. I, that's that's typically what I fish because I'm I'm a cheap motherfucker. So my my, but, my fishing career uh, hasn't advanced because I'm so stubborn on what I use. My mine has advanced this year because I finally opened my eyes. I mean, you know, I, I you got to open your eyes and start using some different shit. All right, slow jams or hype music for the tournaments? Bitch, it don't fucking matter. Anytime, slow oh. jams or hype music. Yeah, I'm gonna go slow jams. I like to get drunk and listen to some boys to men. <laughs> My man, getting drunk, getting drunk at three o'clock in the morning, waiting on lunch, listen if to. If I'm boys at the boat men. ramp, low, it's probably like some old school gangster rap or something. I, I I got a pretty wide variety of music I listen to. Nice, I love it. I, do you listen to music on the water? As, well, during a tournament, not usually, but like the Queen City Emerald event, it's a fun charity yeah. event. Yeah, I'll 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 blast a, a couple things. 
bitch, I ain't listening to no music on the water and don't come talk to me when we're fishing a tournament. <laughs> like, say hi. And unless you're telling me to come over here and help you, uh, you know, keep people from coming down your spot so I can catch the 16 inches while you catch the 18 inches, don't talk. I, ain't, I look in general, I'm not fun to fish with. People want to fish with me all the time, and I straight up tell them I'm not fun to fish with. I'm self-deprecating. I holler and scream at myself. I cuss a lot. I pedal miles and miles. I'm not fun to fish with. I, I get inside my own head so bad on tournament day that I don't even remember to drink water half the time, more or less play music. <laughs> Like, I can get to the boat ramp, and I'll get out of the kayak, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm about to die of dehydration. My legs cramp up. Yeah. So I do the same thing. I don't eat when I'm on the water. I take a Slim Jim. I never eat it. But uh, one thing I did start, it, start doing because of the summers down here are so shitty, I take an electrolyte pack. Mm-hmm. And when I start getting a headache, I pour that shit in the water bottle. I down it. And that I usually carry, I, I got a bunch of them in my little cooler. But damn, at the end of the day, I down another one because I don't drink enough water. I don't eat, you know. I, I'm, I'm, just, the, I'm the same. I'm the same way. Every now and then, I'll remember to eat a pack of crackers or a Slim Jim. But I've always got a Gatorade now that I just keep with me and, and drink it. All right. Alex Rudd, is he overrated or underrated? I don't know enough about him to, to, to voice an opinion. That's no, no, you have to answer the fucking Okay, question. okay. Uh, I, I'm going to say underrated. He's the man, I guess. This is, what the fuck is it with you guys? Both of you, <laughs> actually, the most flattered I have ever been in my entire life as a podcaster for the last year and, I don't know, a few months, was when Hambone goes, I didn't know who Alex Rudd until I listened to y'all's podcast. That's, that's Hambone. <laughs> Hand on the Bible. I, yeah. I, yes, I, I'll, be I'll be honest with you. I still ain't looked him up. I mean, when he subscribes to Hands On on YouTube, I'll holler at you, boy, and, and watch him. <laughs> well, hey, be easy now because because when um, Tory Tory at some point he he subscribed or mentioned or he knew who she was because we talked about on the podcast that they were on. But y'all, you're the second people that says I didn't know who Alex Rudd was until the podcast. And and when Alex was on our podcast, we're like, this is great. He's going to be doing so much shit for us. But here we are, <laughs> two people sitting in front of me right now virtually say I didn't know who the fuck he was. I, Al, hey, Alex Rudd, I know you don't listen to this podcast. He don't listen to podcasts, well, fishing podcasts. But I have two people that I that know you because of us. I will, I will say this, and, and I'll be 100% honest. I thought Alex from Swamp Rat was Alex Rudd for the longest time. <laughs> Until he started saying Alex Rudd, I was like, why is this motherfucker talking in the third person on this show for <laughs> Look, first of all, Alex Swamp Rat, Alex Bass and Bruise Alex, will get on some Alex Rudd dick in a heartbeat and love it. But... But no, Alex, Alex, Swamp Rat Fishing Alex is like, Alex Rudd is like six Swamp Rats and he has a beard. How you could, how you could not know the difference between Munchkin Alex and and Alex Rudd. So does Alex Rudd have a podcast? 
Yes, he does. It's a fucking really good podcast. Right, on the way home tomorrow, I'll look him up and, and give yes. him a listen. Look it up. It I'm gonna send him a message. Like right? I'm only here because of Bass and Brews. You need to yes. go give them boys yes. a pat on the back. Oh no, man! Alex has been on the podcast a couple of times. He's actually had Alex and he's had Alex on. They had both of us on, and both of them were shit shows. And I'm pretty sure they were the worst episodes he's ever had. But he does have a podcast. It's really good. His his fame came from uh, YouTubing. Like that's that's what he's done. I mm-hmm. think Monster Bass is the other thing. But well, if uh, I had no, hand he, this episode, the next time I come on, you could have had him on. <laughs> look, his his podcast is really fun. It's, it's, it has a lot of stuff going on. Listen to it. I love his podcast. I listen to it. It is really good. It's kind of all over the place, but he's he's in the industry. So he has, he, he'll have some stupid ass motherfuckers on like me and Swamp Brat. But then he has industry people on too. And you get a lot of insight into that industry side of it. I mean, he's just, he's well connected in that. So he does have a good podcast. He smells this like is great. Yes, Max sent my pants. Yeah, he will Max sent you to death. So, this is Next wonderful. Quick. So, I'm going to say you said Alex Rudd is overrated. I said he's overrated. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Same thing I told right. Hambone. Hambone said, I guess he's overrated. I was like, no, bitch is underrated. I mean, That's been rated. I didn't know who I'm dyslexic. I'm colorblind. I fucked that up. Anyway. All right, have you ever eaten beaver? Eaten what? Beaver. Beaver? Yeah. Where'd you have it? We used, in our high school, we used to have a thing called a wild game supper. I went to a place called North Buckham, and Mm. one year we had elk, pronghorn, deer. Uh, Some dude brought like a, a damn swordfish in there that he had caught. I mean, we. We our FFA class had a, a wild game management thing, and we would do a wild game supper every year. And we had everything from the squirrel gravy to to quail and pheasant. So I've, mm. I've tried. If it's a legal animal to hunt or kill, I've probably tried it. Well, I mean, even though it ain't legal, it's still delicious. Like I would eat horse meat. If somebody fed me dog or cat, I would eat that shit. I'd, Depends on how tough times get. I don't care if it's got a face or not. It can go well, in the hey, pan. hey, hey, look, you throw it on a smoker and you pull it. You don't know what you're eating. It's mean, delicious. We, where I come from up in the mountains, we used to have this thing called a squirrel wobble. And that was damn near a roadkill buffet these people so, bring in. Did, did y'all cook squirrel perlo? I, I don't think so. We had squirrel and brown gravy, and then we had some kind of dish with raccoon that was... Mm, I'm, I'll tell you I'm what, questionable you take, best on that one. <laughs> Look, coon, coon and possum, you got to hash them out, man. You got to you got to grind them up, hash them, pour it on rice. It's delicious. You just try to eat that shit straight. It's it's like eating olive oil. Oh no, you got you got to church that shit up. It, oh yeah, quite a yeah. bit. Hey hey, that's how it is. Do you eat largemouth bass? I have, but I don't generally eat fish in general unless I'm saltwater. I don't. I, I'm not opposed to it. I just. I don't. Why My uncle used to make bass nuggets that were spectacular. See, all right. I. I think I don't know what podcast I said. Look, Hambone's like, can they hurry the fuck up? I'm tired. I'm ready to go. Hambone needs to ask some questions before my battery. Hey, I, listen, this. This is this is the Bass and Brews 
But you're the guest co-host. This is your this is your podcast, Hambone. I told you you can make up any shit you want to ask. You don't have anything you want to ask. Well, I mean, you gave me 35 minutes heads up. (laughs) I had a whole day heads up. I just didn't realize it. See, there you go. No, well, he did, but he didn't answer me back until like one o'clock. So, I mean, <laughs> Daddy was busy today, boy. <laughs> look, look, we usually record this motherfucker on Tuesday nights, <laughs> and here we are on Thursday night. This bitch, this bitch hits the airwaves in six hours, less than six hours, five hours, and whatever sixteen minutes minus. There's gonna be a lot of pregnant women if they watch this. <laughs> Ain't gonna be in this house, I guarantee you that. Not this house either. No, sounds like Dustin's making babies tonight. <laughs> All right. Dustin, this this makes or breaks careers. This is the question is where one. people 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 can fuck it up or they can they can be legends. I'll throw it to hand bone to ask this question because I know he knows it. So, you know, you're you're out on the water and everybody loves to eat a sandwich while you're out on the water. Sandwich. What? Sandwich. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, when you are out on the water or any other time, what are your top three sandwich proteins? Top three? Top three. Bacon, bacon, and bacon. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, so shit. bacon, we still need two more. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go brisket. Mm. And uh probably Nashville hot chicken. Okay. Nice. Shit. I, I can't argue with any of that. No, no. You know, I'd eat all there of was, I'd live there, and think, die from bacon. I think there yes. was one person before me that said bacon and I was like I threw my hands up in the air. I was like, finally somebody said bacon. Now my we're talking favorite thing in the whole world steak, but I ain't put it on a sandwich. Like turkey and all this other bullshit, you know these sandwich meats because they're like, well, it's got to be a sandwich meat. It's got to be something I get from the deli. I'm like, dude, no bacon, pulled pork, kindergarten. Hell yeah, no, I'm exactly. I I, my my three answers were bacon, uh, pulled pork, and um, fried chicken. I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. The only other one I would swap out is for is, is steak, and I don't want steak on the sandwich. I just want steak on a plate. Of course, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I, there's no way I could. I could really, really do steak. And, though I've had some good steak sandwiches, but like, I would rather have it cutting it, cutting it, and medium I'm rare. The, I'm of the Anthony Bourdain class, where when it comes to a sandwich, I want meat and cheese. I don't need nothing else. Yeah. If the meat's well, good, you don't need a bunch of other bullshit on it. Well, there was the most famous answer, as I'm sure the Jabberhammer is about to tell you about, is spinach. Uh, so, I mean, so you, no, no, the fuck no. it's not. No, that bitch not. is not protein. <laughs> it's it, iron. It, all right. My, my At least someone old, didn't say something else. <laughs> like beaver. My eight-year-old son, we tell him, so he's, he, he long story. He's short, he's he's small in stature. He needs to eat better. And so we say, you know, when he wants a snack, you gotta get something healthy. And it's gotta have protein in it. So this little son bitch goes in there and is looking at the labels. Oh, this has got protein in it. It's got like the negative one one protein. 
So spinach has protein in it. It ain't a fucking protein. Do you listen to Serious Angler, Dustin? Serious Angler? Mm-hmm. All right. Q, put their shit in your queue for your podcast, Serious Angler. Serious Angler. Yeah. They, they, great podcast. Bailey, Catman Drew, they've both been on. Deacon, we're working on getting him on. They're a fishing podcast, big in the industry. They, they got some really good shit out there, too. But Bailey, Bailey told us spinach. Before that, and before I was a co-host, we had a hooks at hoodlum. Delirious angler said cheese. <laughs> so, I mean, I want those, cheese on a sandwich, but I mean, it ain't my protein. So, so you ain't you ain't eating a cheese sandwich. I mean, I ain't saying I wouldn't, but oh, I would too. I'd eat the fuck out of it. But cheese, it ain't cheese is like one of the top runs on my food ladder, so. Hey, I I I make uh, so I cook a lot of barbecue, pulled pork, and in the morning times, a lot of times I will like make a pulled pork wrap, and I will take the pulled pork, and I put it on the wrap, and I'll take cheese and I'll put it on there, and I'll heat it up, and then I take a hot scrambled egg or egg over easy, and I put it on there, and I put the sauce on there. And people are like, ooh, cheese on pulled pork. I'm like, bitch, if you eating this shit before 9 o'clock in the morning, you can put cheese on pulled pork. You put oh, cheese on anything. Shit. I ain't so much cheese. I paid Wisconsin's light bill. So. <laughs> well, so you need to watch more Tic Tac cooking videos because these – all right, I'm, I'm about to be improper. The white women on TikTok that do cooking videos, you more fucking cheese – that, I mean, I don't understand how their husbands don't. I mean, I understand why their husbands have fart videos on TikTok. And you said made the nachos on the countertop with all the cheese and, and oh, yeah. meat and stuff. Just poured but, it out on the damn countertop. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're asking, you're asking for fucking diarrhea butt at the end of that because people don't wash their fucking hands after they go to the bathroom. That's why potlucks, I ain't into potlucks, man, because motherfuckers be cooking food, going to the bathroom, wiping their ass, and not washing their hands. Anyway, we can't get off on that tangent. We three hours in, motherfucker. All right. You have answered all the questions, some improperly, but you answered them all. Tell us, shout out any sponsors you have, and tell us all of your social medias, where where we can find you, the real ones, not the hand job ones, even though I think that would be the best. But tell us where we can find you. Tell us about your sponsors and anything that you got coming up that people need to that are still listening fucking three hours in. <laughs> they might want to find. Uh, main shout out is my wife. She's my main sponsor. Lets me do this. Doesn't bitch What's at her me. Name? You, you've wrestled her Trina. 80 times. Trina. Her name's Trina. Trina uh, the Thug. She, uh, old thug. She, she, she's number one on the list. I don't, I don't do pro staff or any of that anymore. I don't I don't like being a part of that because I'm not trying to push shit on anybody. And as much as I like my fishing poles I use, I've kind of got a bad taste in my mouth from an experience with it. So if someone wants to put my name on a check and make me an actual sponsor, we'll do that. But I don't I don't do pro staff or and I don't have my main sponsor is hands on installation, which is my business and that's what pays for the road trips and the and the kayak tournaments. So 
Yeah. Good deal. Just- Great. Handbone, what you got coming up? Holler at any of your people or anything like that? I've got, well, I'm going to miss, unfortunately. I'm going to be rolling out to, to Wilmington, uh, so I won't be on the Lake Murray event. But I am going to be heading down to Charleston to do a little bit of saltwater fishing here with mm. uh, Chris Tweedy um, with Topwater Kayak Adventures and um, chasing after some redfish, whatever the hell bites. And then, um, you know, then we got a Queen City event on the Carolina Clash. So it'll be Angler's Choice with um, Lake Norman, Mountain Island Lake, and Lake Wiley. So some some good bass fishing, hopefully some good saltwater fishing coming up. And, you know, we'll we'll get some videos out and, and have a good time. Have either of you qualified for the North Carolina Bass Tournament? Nope. I've, my, my year kind of got hand grenaded kind of early. So I've been focusing on other video content. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not going to make this Murray event, and that's event number seven. So I'm probably going to have to rely on roll downs, um, you know, based on points. But uh, right now, I think before any drops uh, with the Queen City group, I think I was sitting somewhere around 10th place. So there's a shot that I can still qualify. Um, So we'll see. Are y'all coming to the Jordan uh, Falls event for Queen City here in October? If I I have a trip coming up in October to Florida for one of my customers that is going to be a potential sponsor for next year, and he's got a brand-new 32-foot Carolina Skiff Bay boat, Mm. and he wants me to take him fishing in Punta Gorda. So I will be probably down in Florida during that one. Good choice. Yeah, that's a good choice. I am going to be – that's actually the weekend would be in Wilmington um, for the that rally event. Looking forward to it because I could go stay at my parents' place. They live out that way, but uh, I will be in Wilmington. Unfortunately, he can look for he can look for Florida videos next weekend because I'm gonna be in Orlando doing theme park stuff. Nice. nice. Well, thank y'all for everybody who has continued to listen this long. And believe it or not, we do have a lot of people that listen to the podcast this long. Thank you. We appreciate it. Check out Hookset Hoodlums, Great Apparel. They got some fall stuff coming out. Check out their social media because they had the Hookset Hoodlum uh, Fest that they did. Uh, I wasn't able to go because they're in the Northeast or New England, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They're up there. They're up yonder some ways. But check them out. Great, great shit going on there. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you to to Handbone and for Hands On Adventures for coming on. Kind of short notice for both of them. Really appreciate it. Y'all, this is Bass and Brews, your weekly distraction from quality podcast content. Everybody, how do we go out of this? Hello. Oh, shit, I missed the button. Motherfucker.